The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is going to be some, what, a, what a hell of a show. Hang on, let me start again. Here we go. This is going to be one a hell I can do it better than this. I can do it better than this. Here we go. This is going to be one hell of a show. I got it right now. Okay, great start to the show. 0344 499 1000. Catherine Boyle is there. Oh, yeah. I'm Ian Lee. And um, by the way, if your name is. Um, uh, the, listen. Right. Right. <laughs> what I don't want. Who I don't want listening to this show are the idiots that were just listening to James Whale's show and tweeting him. Because you're thick. Listen to this is a tweet sent into the James Whale show. This radio station. Feeds my kids, pays my mortgage, and God damn it, this is the best radio show I've done. Let me just take this. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Yes, line two, what do you want? Come on, quick. What do you want? Can I talk to you? No. Here's the thing. Here's what I... This radio station... This... this Right. Let me start again. This, focus. This... I love this show. This is the best show I've ever done in, in uh, over 25 years of working in radio. This is the best show I've ever done. Better than LBC. Better than... Uh, any of the other stations I've worked at, I cannot remember their names because it was so lousy. This is it. This is the dream. But, but, this radio station has got some right old arseholes listening to it. It's got some right old dodgepots listening to it. Scumbags listening to it. It's got some scumbags. Not most of you. No, no, no. Not most of you. People like this who tweet into James Whale. You can't despise Muslims on a racist level because Islam isn't a racial category. Islamophobia isn't problematic because of the absurd reason you give. It's a fake word because there's nothing irrational about not wanting a violent ideology taking over your country. Get lost, Wayot World, and get lost, Leonard, who retweeted it. You scumbags! 
You scumbags. I don't want scum. Here's the thing. Here's what we're going to say, right? If you, in any way, think those poor 49, or maybe it's 50, that were having a little pray up in New Zealand, if you think in any way, even like a tiny bit, well, they, you know, they kind of brought it on themselves, switch off now, scumbags. Switch off now. If you in any way think, ah, you know... <sighs> Sorry? What was that? I'm on doing a rant. If you in any way think those poor souls that were just having a prep, yeah, they, they, maybe they do it slightly differently to the way we have a prep, take their shoes off, which is respectful. If you think any of them, even like tiny bit, well, you, ah, you know, it's, oh, it's sad, but really, they kind of... If you think about it, they kind of brought it on them. If you think that even a tiny bit, switch off now. You're a scumbag. You're a racist. You're an Islamophobe. You're a piece of dog poo. You're a, you're, you're, you're a nasty piece of work. You're not welcome into this fun environment. Those are the kind of tweets that James is getting. You're not welcome here. Don't want any scumbags listening to this show okay if you just think if you think even for a tiny bit well you know i mean yeah it's pretty it's pretty bad what happened but i've been listening to david vance tommy robinson and john gunn and i think that maybe those guys deserved it if you think that even in a tiny tiny bit get lost get lost get out of here you're a scumbag i don't want to i don't want you listening to i sweat uh, as most, a lot of people do. I put so much work into this three hours performance art every single night. I don't want, I don't want any of you racist little scum. We can't be racist because Islam is not a race. No. What about the paedophiles up in the, in the dials? Shut up, you scumbags. You horrible scumbags. And I don't want you listening to this show. You don't deserve any of the wit or the joy or the self-exposure, not in that sense, or you don't deserve anything that we give freely. We don't deserve anything. You don't deserve anything that we give freely. You are not welcome here. Go home. Go home. Go back to where you came from. Go home. Go home and have sex with your dog. That's what you guys probably do. That's probably what you're up to, you deviants. Go home. Go home and get that picture of Tommy Robinson out and cut a hole in the mouth and do whatever you want to do with your Tommy Robinson glory hole. I don't care. You're not welcome here. Tonight's agenda is as follows. You're cleaning your face wrong. Retro games. Did you hear Howard Hughes talking to the alien guy last night? A woman called Tuna and her surname is spelt K-U-N-T. An inappropriate goodie bag given to kiddies. And lots of other fun things. Okay, scumbags, get out of here. It's going to be one hell of a show. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Welcome to the Late Night Alternative. Did you listen to Saturday's show? It was great. Wasn't it, Catherine? It was, it was, it was fun. Fun. It was fiery. It was flirty. It was all the Fs. Our computers seem a little trigger happy. This, I want, I want, I want some funky music um, in the background tonight. So I've got this. This is our background music. Oh, it's a bit trippy. I like that. Yes, man. That's for no. I don't like that actually. Let's. Um, here we go. This is what we want. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Getting down now. Saxophone. Why, hello, big boy. This is the backing music. It's, there we um, go. It's like uh, vintage pornography. Vintage pornography. We'll have, I a breakdown. we'll have a breakdown later on um, of what countries are like or what pornography. Women from those countries we're talking. Oh, is that the women? Uh-huh. Okay. Isn't okay. that interesting? Okay. 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 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can phone us in about absolutely anything you want. No fixed agenda, but certainly plenty of chat available uh, tonight on the Late Night Alternative with me and Catherine Boyle. Let's go to our first call of the night. It's a surprise. It's Alan Caddick. Hello, Alan. Who's died? I love Saturday night. It was brilliant. Thank you. It was, wasn't it? Did you hear about the story on the front page of the Sunday Sport? No, I didn't hear about the story on the front page of the Sunday Sport. Tell us more. Dwarf Vicar chokes to death on midget gems. Who? Dwarf Vicar. Dwarf Vicar. Okay, not really. You know, someone died. It's not really. No, but. Yeah, someone died. Yeah, I know it's a tiny person and it was midget. I get it, but. Someone well, died. Not really much. It's above the level of a Sunday sport. Yeah, not yes, and it's it's way below our level. Not much humour to be found in the death of anyone. Um, their size and the methods. Well, I, well, I think that's a yeah, you brought it. Yeah, you just want to boost circulation. Yeah, you brought it to our show. You brought your disgust to our show. Thank you, Alan. Great, great way to start the week. Let's get through the the dull ones first. Good evening, George. Good evening. Good evening, George. We're keeping the vibe. It's it's up and we're upbeat. It's 11 minutes past 10. Please, please don't sink your fangs into my neck and suck the vibe out t- 10 minutes into the first show of the week. I beg of thee. Have I ever done such yes, a thing? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Um, I was listening There goes to... the vibe. My neck! My no, neck! No. Please don't tell me you were listening to another radio station. No, I was listening to this radio station yesterday. Hot potatoes. Howard Hughes had a guest on called Paul Hellier, 95-year-old man. That's the guy I was talking about. The guy I've never heard so much bullshine in my entire life. The former head of um, the military, was it, for Canada? Yeah. No, it's not bullshine. Mate, mate, he said that... uh, George, George. Okay, let me. Let, I'm going to say something that he said. You tell me whether this bull, is bullshine or not, okay? Yeah. He claimed that aliens were helping the Nazis during World War II. Bullshine or not? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Thanks very much for your call, George. That's what we're dealing with. Honestly, Howard's show last night was insane. It was insane. He had a 95-year-old Canadian, the former head of the Canadian military... Um, and he was saying that aliens were helping Hitler during World War Two, but then Hitler, because he was, here's the thing about Hitler, he was a scumbag. Okay, Hitler double-crossed the aliens, so then they came over and helped Churchill. That's how we won the war. Then um, he was what other rubbish was he spouting? Oh, that the the aliens rule the world, that they are the Illuminati. The, um, the the other alien, the good aliens aren't allowed to get involved, but they did speak to him. He was in a room with them, and then when Howard pushed him and said, "Did you see them?" No, 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 I didn't see them. Okay, but you were in a room with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt their presence. Okay, well, how did they communicate uh, through a medium? Aha! I see. Yes, George. I think we're done. Uh, why was that? Because sometimes you you get a long time, and sometimes you get a short time. That's the show. 
but I wanted to take you into the mystic. And, no, and not tonight, George. Into the mystic. Not tonight. Into the mystic. Not tonight, George. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So he was saying about yeah yeah aliens. I was in the room with them. Uh, they spoke to me through a medium. It was an hour, and there were people. Howard was actually quite holding him to account, which is unusual. And there were people um, texting in and tweeting in going, well, where's your evidence? And he would go, well, uh, here are ten books that you need to read. No, 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 no. Don't give me, don't set me homework. Give me your ev. What, 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 what have you found? What have you found? He said, so many people who have spoken to me or were going to speak to me have been killed by the aliens. And Howard went, well, how come you're still alive? You've been talking about this for years and you're 95. I suggest you read these ten <laughs> books. Ten books written by him? It was, some of them were. It was, and I was listening to it thinking, this. if we had Alex Lowe on doing a character and he did that, I would phone him up after and say, that was great, but could you just... I think we went a bit too far. A bit on the nose. I think we went too far. Could you just make it believable, yeah. if you can? This guy was nuts. I'll find a bit of the show later. It was such a good... Such a good listen. I love Howard's show. We, I keep saying this. We must get Howard back on this show. Because uh, I, I love Howard's show. Saturday night, 10 till 1, in this slot. And um, it was insane. We'll find a bit of it. It and play it. Oh, three, four, four, four. Uh, by the way, listen, it's not, you know, some nights people get on, some nights people don't get on. Um, some nights people get a long time, some nights people don't get a long time. They get a short time. It's not in any way freedom of speech. No one has the right to be on here. Some people, you know, I, th- I think feel a little bit entitled. I was get- We did a show on Saturday, which was fun, man, really good fun. I, I recommend you go back and listen to it. Um, and we had a caller from there who's very excited to be on and hadn't phoned up for a year and, uh, was, you know, then asked a lousy question. What was the question? Oh, what was the last thing? What was the last shop you went in and what did you buy? That was it. And then we cut her off after a few minutes. She had a fair crack of the whip. The, the straight-to-air shows, it's always quite pacey. And then she went bonkers on Twitter, calling me out. This was outrageous. Cut me off. Never again. This is this guy. I blocked her. Um, so, you know, sometimes you get a long time and sometimes you won't. This is the way it goes. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. 0344 499 1000. And if you want to hear George's side of what just happened in that conversation, I recommend listening to BBC London about half past three in the morning tomorrow morning, OK? This is Talk Radio! The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Let's go to Catherine. Hiya. Hello, Catherine. Hi. Welcome uh, to the show. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, yes. Pleasure. Uh, Our pleasure. The pleasure is the pleasure is all uh, ours. <laughs> Um, this is my third time calling, so okay. um, I'm still it's still fairly new to me. But okay. I'm the lady with the lamp, uh, the cancer. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How are you doing? All right, thank you. Um, I just really wanted to phone in, um, not related to any of the topics you said, but I just thought somebody should say how wonderful it was what you did for the gentleman with the shopping. 
Oh, Nigel from Maidstone. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I was really, really touched by that. It's very humanitarianism. It's very... Well, listen, yeah. here's the thing, Catherine. Thank you so much. For those who missed it, Nigel, regular caller, phoned up last week. He didn't have any food and he didn't have any money. So I did a very simple, easy thing. I did him a Tesco shop that will last him about a week to ten days. Here's the thing, Catherine. My Catherine, I hope you don't mind me referring to you, has just got two Catherines on the line. And also, I did actually buy you from your dad. I need to speak right. to you about that. I gave him a really good dowry, three goats and some eggs. Um, <laughs> my Catherine, legally binding, she's done all the hard work because she... Well, what have you... You've been in touch with people. You've done the kind of grown-up stuff, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I got in touch with uh, the MP, who I believe may have been in touch with Nigel in the meantime, because you spoke to her this morning, didn't you? Yes, yes. Uh, MP, uh, various charities, very nice social worker who um, is offered to have a look and see if there's anything they can do. Various people who hopefully can put something in place so it's not just, you know... We, we've had lots of really kind gestures of, of money to bail him out. Yep. But, but yeah, the, the fear well. is That's we'll well. be back here in a month or two. Yeah. So long term, hopefully, we, what we what we want is someone to to like oversee his bills basically and make sure that he's not being taken advantage of and he's not missing out on anything. Yeah. But so yeah. we have we've we've got a few people, you know, a few charities, a few with council. We've got a few people that and the MP um, uh, whose name escapes me, Helen, Helen Grant. Helen Grant uh, has has got involved. So a few people are hopefully moving in to kind of help Nigel out. That's that's what we're hoping. That's, I mean, it's just it's really it's nice to hear that. Somebody's somebody out there cares. Yeah, that's that's the nice thing. Um, so, however many people were involved in your in your station in your program that helped him, um, I'd just like to say thank you very much. Thank you, Catherine. It's, that's very kind. It's nice, nice radio. Yeah, it, to listen to. You know, that, you, you know what? That... Listening. To Brexit. <laughs> that, that description, I love that. Nice radio, good to listen to. That'll do me. I couldn't think. I, honestly, I, I mean that sincerely. I couldn't think of a, of, a, of a higher compliment. Good radio, nice to listen to. I'll take that, Catherine. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll yeah. speak again soon. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. I love that. Good radio, nice to listen to. That'll do. Write that on my tombstone. That'll do. Thank you very much. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick. Hello, Ian. Hello, Mick. Hi, Ian. What have you got for us tonight, Mick? Well, I've heard you talking about you and your kids and stuff. Yes. Um, and, you know, when, what to do uh, in the daytime, you know, yes. when you have them. Yeah. Um, I live on a narrow boat. Um, they do day boats. Oh. Where you can... No. Just, yeah, where you can for have day. it for, like, the afternoon or something, you no. know. Yeah. Oh, well, that would be... Uh, Catherine, why are you wincing well, for? Well, I don't know whether we want to put you lot on the water. That sounds <laughs> insanely good. Well, I'm just thinking of everyone else on the river. I think those... Na- I, have I got this right? Those narrowboats, they can get up to two, two and a half miles an hour, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, that's mad, mate, yeah, if you, if you like speed. Mate, that sounds... Aw- well, you can just hire them for an afternoon and go up and down the, the canals. Yeah, yeah. Yes, man. Those poor ducks. It's how much, sorry? About 100 quid. For the afternoon? Yeah, and you get, I think you get about 8 or 10 on them or something like that. Mm. I don't know 8 or 10. Can people. you get the boys to, like, help, you, help you, you bring out? your bring your kids? 
Come, come yeah, yeah, kids. everyone, squeeze them all on. Get yeah, get, get on, we'll, go, we'll take the kids out on a day trip up, up the canal. Quid. Yeah. Talking about. Can you imagine? Yes, I can. Mayhem, as long as we come back with 75% of the children, I, I will consider that a success. <laughs> we held with a little. I consider that an absolute success. Um, you know what, Mick, I might have a little look into that. Thank you, mate. All right, mate. Cheers, my, cheers, my dears. I don't know what I'm going to call. Cheers, my love. Then I don't know why. Thank you. I had a great weekend with the boys. Um, Will Guy, my friend, our friend, um, uh, just messaged me. So oh, I don't know if you, you're around Saturday, but there's this retro console market fair trade thing kind of happening, and I looked at it, and it was in central London. And I had the boys Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. And I was thinking, oh. It's like a big market for old video games and stuff. And I thought, oh, well, I would love to go to that. Because I just like, not necessarily to buy stuff. I was speaking to someone today and they said, was there any rare stuff there you liked? I said, I'm not really into rare stuff. I just like looking. I just like wandering around, being really geeky and just looking at stuff and going, oh, I used to have that. Oh, I always wanted one of them. That's how much? All of that. And I thought, well, I wonder if the boys will like it. And and some people said it will get really busy. So someone messaged me and said, look, if you go about two o'clock in the afternoon when there's only two hours to go, it'll be nice. It'll be a lot quieter. And I think the boys um, would, uh, would, would dig it. So I took the boys. And it was about an hour and a half to get there. Russell Square it took a long time to get there. And I was thinking, this isn't going to be worth it. But the, from the moment we got there, it was in a hotel. The boys were thrilled. First of all, they're going, why... Why is it in a hotel? I said, well, in hotels, they've got big rooms, you know, and you can rent the room and they put events on. But but it's, we're in a hotel. And it was quite, it was in central London, but it was, and it was a big hotel. You had to drive into like a courtyard and then go down into the car park. But it was quite, it was like quite a 70s hotel. There was like a very 70s vibe about it. So that was, was thrilling. And we got there. I think I know where it was. Where? Did it have a blue sign? Yeah, blue yeah. and white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly yeah, where yeah. that was. Um, and uh, we got there and it was huge. And it was still quite busy. And my the boys were quite nervous because they were very close to me. And I said, right, look, what we're going to do is we're going to go around. If you see anything you like the look of, I'm, I'm going to give you 25, 30 quid each, right, to, to spend. If you don't spend it, that's cool. But if you see anything you like the look of, let's have a chat about it and we'll work out if it's worth the money and worth getting and stuff like that. And so we walked around... And off their own bats, the eldest chose a PS2 Slim, which is a tiny version of a PlayStation. PlayStation 2 is retro now. A PS2 Slim that was 30 quid. And the youngest chose a Game Boy Advance, this little handheld thing. And I was, and I didn't give them any, oh, you should go for that. I, I, I talked them out of buying a PS1 because they already eyed the PS2. And I said, well, that's slightly better and you can play PS1 games on it. That was the only kind of thing. Um, and so we bought them, and, I, and that used up all their money. And I said, look, well, we've got these. We've, I tell you what, I'm going to give you another couple of quid each. Let's go and choose a couple of games for each thing. We can't just buy them and not buy games. So they went and bought a couple of games. And they were absolutely... The Game Boy Advance, we got it without any leads. And I said, do, do I need a charger? And he went, no, it runs on batteries. Oh. Of course they run on batteries. That's how old they are. Um, and we bought them. Here's the cool thing, right? Amongst all of these wonderful, wonderful geeks and nerds, I was like a king to them. I was famous again. I was famous. It was like I just walked out of the jungle. It was incredible. I was getting a high fives. I was getting hugs. People listening to the radio show. People who saw me in the jungle. People who like what I do for mental health. People who like all the stuff I did for video games back in the day. It was like being a star. So that, 
that's kind of cool when you've got your kids with you. It doesn't happen very often these days. And then we went home and we ordered Chinese food and we set up the PlayStation 2 and we, played, we tried to play Simpson Road Rage, but that didn't work. So we played um, Rayman 3 all night. It was incredible. And the boys loved it. The boys absolutely loved it. And I said, look, we can go to the sex shop and we can buy, you know, we can buy PS2 and PS1 games. They'll be dead cheap, so we can go and get a few. Um, and we can, you know, and they, I was, we had, to, here's the thing as well, right? They may not carry on playing with these things, I don't know. But I was trying to, I was thinking about this today. What was great was, A, we spent quality time together, or kind of sharing an interest. It's exciting when you see your kids enjoying things that you enjoy, you know, and actually enjoying it, not fe- not doing it because they want to, look, you know, they were genuinely thrilled by it all. Um, but here's the thing. That hour we spent in that market prompted conversations, prompted top quality conversations, the likes of which we haven't had in this show so far in the first 30 minutes. Top quality conversations about what the video game, what what that was, me telling them, what, when did you play this? What was it like? Me telling them about it. Just conversation and laughing, just laughing a lot. It was wicked, man. It was wicked. And then we went back, we had Chinese food and we played Rayman. Great times. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000. It's not that mo. Yeah, man, Ian. <laughs> Hello, not that mo. What do you have for us on this this holiest of Monday nights? Talking of retro gaming, retro gaming quiz for Ian and Goddess Cat. Oh, it's got a little bit pervy, but she's you're enjoying that. I'm waiting to see where it goes. Okay, let's have it, buddy. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you three clues, three sayings from certain people. In a particular game, are they clues or sayings? Sayings from people. So clues. So they're not clues. Will you give us clues as well? Oh no, no. I'm not going to give you clues. I'm going to give you sayings. Okay. Sorry, I just got confused when you said you were going to give us clues. Sorry. I'm going to give you sayings, quotes. Oh, quotes. And you got to name the game. Okay, fine. I'm in. Is it all the same game? It's the same game. Okay, so we need one game. It's going to test your level of retroness. Okay, here we go, buddy. I'm in. Right. All right. The first one. <clears throat> These shoes are new. Oh. That's the first one. Do it in the voice. That is the voice. Oh. Well, that that was a woman's voice, but... Well, in that case... Um, um, next next, next uh, saying. Okay, okay. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> Um, Metal Gear Solid. No. Um, <laughs> How is that Metal Gear Solid? No, no. I don't it, know. Is it, is it Tekken? <laughs> okay, final one. No. Final one. <laughs> no, no. He's dis- disgusted with our lack of knowledge. If he says, it, it's it, a me. I thought, I thought, Ian, you would get it. I thought you would get it, but... You're going to get third it. Third one, third of yes, five. You're, you're going to get it from me. Okay. Okay, third yep. one. Yep. Ho, for sure. Sorry? Ho for show. Ho for show? Yeah. Ho for show? Mm. I've got... Sam Sam Fox Strip Poker? 
Grand Theft Auto Vice City. You didn't. Oh. You didn't let Kath have a guess. Kath was about to guess. Yeah. Uh, Hang on a minute. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That's when not did, retro. When is did it? that come out? God knows, 20 years ago. No. Maybe 15, maybe 15. I'll give it to you. I don't really like I don't really like the Grand Theft Auto games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was fun, though, Mo, and it, it filled up three minutes of airtime. And that's all this show is. It's filler. It's just filler until we pass. Good evening, Nigel. Uh, good evening, Ian. How you doing, uh, Nigel? I just run up to tell you about what happened in the news today. Go on, what's happened? Morning, the MP rang me. Brilliant. Helen. Helen Grant. Yeah. Oh, Nigel, we're losing you a bit. Is that better? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Helen Grant rang me this morning. So, and this afternoon, um, when I was in Maystone, uh, a colleague rang me back. And then, then I went for an interview where they took all my details. I went to Helen's, Helen's uh, uh, office. In Maystone. And this morning, was it actually, was it Helen Grant herself that phoned you? This morning it was, yes. Oh, well, that gets a round of applause, Helen. Well played, thank you. Because you spoke about you um, contacting her on Twitter. Yeah, we've had a little kind of conversation on Twitter and Kath's emailed her office and stuff. So you went to their office today, did you? And and I was in Maystone. While I was in Maystone, they rang me up. And so luckily I wasn't on my way home. So I went straight back to the went found their office in Maystone, Brilliant. which is um, Helen, Helen Grant's office, yeah. and uh, had an interview with one of her colleagues. Okay, do you mind me asking but, what kind of stuff you talked about? Well, she just uh, we just took down details of um, how many bills I've got and um, about the social services. Brilliant, uh, and, and mum died, and telling her about um, being depressed about mum and all the details that we've been talking about. And you told and, her about not having any food and being cold? Yeah, yeah she knew about you sending Brilliant. food to me. Brilliant. From, from Helen Grant, yeah. So I, I, I was supposed to be being contacted again by the social services later on. But, okay. Uh, or, or Helen Grant, I don't uh, know yet. All right, well, listen, that's, that's a really good start. Um, it's only Monday. That's a really, really yeah. good start. There might be a couple of other people getting in touch with you because Catherine is still working on messaging a few people. Yeah, but th- but the yeah. good news is that there are quite a few people who are looking into ways that they can help you, so you're not on your own, Nigel. That's the no, important thing. No, I've got this pile of bills that need looking at. Uh, which, uh, I think they're charging me far too much for the electric. Possibly. Every time the bill comes in, it's about... £300. Yeah, OK. Well, listen, make sure maybe mm-hmm. next time you... Could, well, make sure you've got those bills to hand so you can show them to anyone that asks for it. How yeah, is, I've got them, yeah, I've got them all oh, together. Right. How is yeah. the food? Have you still got food? You've not eaten all that food that I sent, have you? Left. Yeah, plenty of food left that, that you sent me. Wicked. And um, are you not drunk through all that Coke yet, have you? No, no, I've got halfway through that. Flipping it, man. That was a 10-pack. That was a tinny. No, no, Stay at your teeth. Back. I'm joking. I got, I I'm, jo- I'm joking, you. Nigel. I'm teasing you. I'm just winding yes. you up, mate. I know you are. Yeah. Um, well, listen, so, I am... Um, so, go on. The girl said to me in the office, that, uh, Katie, she's given me um, her phone number, Katie, uh, of the Helen Grant office. So if anything changes, I've got a call tell them, you see. All right, listen... If, I, if anything happens with the... If I get into any trouble, I've got to tell them. OK, you're very lucky to, um, to have had your MP phone you up. That's really good, actually. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I'm so pleased, Ian. I'm yeah. so pleased. Well, don't and, worry, listen. And I feel sad. 
I know you do, mate. I know Um, you do. But listen, we're going to do everything we can to help you get through this. Catherine is playing an absolute blinder on email and and Twitter and things like that. Kind of helps that we're on the radio. It shouldn't, but it does. And there is a lot of support for you online as well. A lot of people on Twitter are are, are rooting for you right now. We're going to do everything we can. My my friends have been contacting me uh, saying that I should not uh, pull, sell my mum's rings, you know. Uh, don't, sell, don't, 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 Mum's uncle. That I, I didn't really want to get rid of that for a few pounds. No, keep that. Keep keep yeah. any reminders of your mum, and especially keep her jewellery. If you at any point decide yeah. you have, if you feel you have to get rid of it, I really want you to call us first. Yeah. Okay. Well, the letter is probably worth quite a lot. The thing is, you don't know. I don't know until I take it. To Do you know what, here. Nigel? Well, these things are worth more to you than they'll give you money for, OK? And you may yeah. not get them back, and they're just too precious. If it, like, mm. like Ian says, if it ever comes to the point where you think you've got no choice, you must call us first, OK? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah sure. All right. All right. All right. But the King's Letter, I really want to keep that. Keep it, really keep, it. keep it, keep it, keep it. Don't sell. From 1939. Don't uh, sell anything, mate. Don't sell yeah. anything. Keep it, all she right? She would want me to keep it. Yeah, yeah, of course she would. All right. Well, listen, yeah. things, things are all moving, right. all right? I'll keep you. I'll keep you. Posted. Thank you, mate. I don't, I don't really know how they can help at the moment, but um, I still have to pay my bills. Yeah. Um, okay. But then I, I think they may try and get more uh, benefit for me at the they moment. Might, they might. You might be missing out on a couple of benefits. You never know. And the other thing is, yeah, once they yeah. have a look at your bills, they'll be able to see whether you're paying over the odds because it does sound like you're paying yeah. a lot of money. I mean, I've got a family of four, and I don't think I spend as much as you do on electricity. So something's going right, on no. there. Um, I, I, I rang them up today as well. I was quite busy after rang it to tell them I'm going to pay on Wednesday. But he said that I need to get a meter reading, and I don't know how to do that. Okay. You know, read Can you ask the warden to read the meter for you? Well, she hasn't been around for a long time, but when, when they do, I'll have to ask them. I think if you it. ask the warden yeah. to to, yeah. to read the meter reading, because that is quite important, that might make the bills a little bit smaller. Uh, I've got a high tariff at the moment, they yeah. said. Uh, well, this um, is the thing with these bloody mm. bit companies. They should put people like you, Nigel, on the cheapest tariff straight away. Yeah. All right, it's Nigel, listen, I'm glad th- I'm glad there's movement today and I'm glad you got some yeah. food. Try and get some rest and we'll speak later in the week. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know if, any, if anyone... Thank you, Nigel. Okay. Take care, mate. Bye, bye. Bye-bye. I have to say, well played, Helen Grant, MP. I mean, because that Helen was... Helen Grant, MP! First thing this morning, she was on it, so A couple obviously... of people getting a little bit snarky. In fact, someone who got snarky on Twitter apologised, sent me an email saying, I'm really sorry, I've deleted it, I was out of order. Um, a lot of people going, just because of the party she rep, she won't get involved. Um, she's, she's, that's a classy move, phoning her up, phoning him up herself. Yeah. Thank and, you, Helen. And here's the thing, I felt quite confident that she would because I've had contact with a Labour politician. Now, she's not Labour, she's Conservative. Yeah. Who is, you know, obviously um, a kind of neighbour, polit- neighbouring um, po- politician, and even she said yeah. that Helen would sort things out. So that's what they're there to do. We forget this, you know, with Brexit and everything. We kind of forget that they're there to make sure people in their ward are are looked after. Okay, they don't always do it. And I think a lot of us were jumping to conclusions because of her political persuasion. But actually, she messaged me this morning, um, and I DM'd her some details. And she, uh, that's that's great. Yeah. The next thing is to see, make sure something actually happens. But that is brilliant. So Helen Grant, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's a brilliant, brilliant move. 
and um, I'm I'm really impressed by that. Thank you. Um, I, we just need someone to. I mean, if he's on the highest tariff, this is the problem it's with these incredible. bloody companies. People like that, vulnerable people. Everyone should be put on the cheapest tariff, but vulnerable people that don't know how to go on to you know to, 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 to compare the, the market, all of those things, they should automatically put on. Right. How's he supposed to know? You don't, I bet he don't even know what high tariff means. No, of course he doesn't. Poor bloke. Um, we're going to get there, guys. We're going to get there. It might take a little while, and it, this is why we can't do a GoFundMe, because if we do a GoFundMe and put a grand in his bank account, and the council say, well, we need to check your bank... Oh, you've got £1,000 here. Well, we're not going to do anything. We can't do that. Here's the thing that really needs addressing, right? He needs someone to keep an eye on his money for him, because... You know the, the concept and the and the appreciation of what things cost is is not necessarily there. So, I've spoken to a couple of charities. I've spoken to uh, one charity in particular that's given me loads of ideas for different grants he could apply to. Yeah. But what we really need is for one of these charities that's going to come along and kind of accompany him through it, and um, kind of hold his hand while he pays his bills and oversee what's coming in and what's coming out. And a couple of the charities I spoke to specifically about that said that it's entirely possible. Here's the thing: he can't. I, I'm worried he's going to sell his mum's wedding ring. So if he does, uh, yeah, and you know what will happen? He'll go in and say he only needs a fiver. If he's if he's determined to sell it, I'll buy it off him. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to let him sell it. I'll no, buy absolutely. it off him and keep it and then, keep it back to him. Then I'll no, 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 no. Then I'll sell it on eBay for a profit. He won't know what it's worth. Jokes, jokes. I'm not going to let him sell it. If he's like, I've got, I have to. I'll I'll, I'll take it and, and keep an eye on it. You know, we can't let that happen. Right, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We got Dredge. We got Jerry. It's uh, it's been all. Oh, no, it has not been gentlemen. We had Catherine on earlier mm -hmm. on. I do apologise. OK, we could do with some more female voices. I know it's this bloke, the show can tend to get a little bit blokesy. So everybody's welcome, though. Let's, um, let's see what happens. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian and Catherine. I'm doing this now to wind Amy up. On talk... Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to Dredge, then we'll go to Jerry. Oh, Dredge is um, some kind of correspondent or something, isn't he? Hello. Self-appointed. Hello. Hello, is Dredge there? Yeah, that's me. Hello. Yeah, good evening. This is the entertainment correspondent gone spelt wrong. Okay. Self-styled. Did yeah. you go and see the goddies at the weekend? Yeah, spelt wrong. There we go. That's what I've done. I see. You've, you've got it. Uh, uh, I got it, yeah. So you went and saw the goodies. Yeah, radio reunion. Yeah, w radio show. Was it any good? Yeah. I mean, what was interesting was you, you've interviewed Bilotti, yeah. right? Yeah. So he came on, he, he, he had a stick and he, he's just had knee replacement surgery oh. or something horrible like that, you know. But what, what struck me about him was he had this incredible stage presence yeah. and charisma. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of shows. I know he's meant to be a bit difficult, but I, that's what a star is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I'd never really seen someone with that amount of um, charisma. Yeah. Uh, he was great. You should, and, you should probably uh, marry him if you love him so much. And just also, non-taken. Non you come to our shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. He's saying... Well, yes. so, our, our entertainment correspondent spelt wrong. He's just phoned up to say that our shows lack charisma. Yeah, wow. that's exactly what he's saying. Stinging. Anyway, uh, Joanna Lumley was there. She's 72. She looked absolutely stunning. Oh. 
Yeah, what? I know. And, She's a uh, purdy lady. She's a purdy lady. She played a character called Purdy. Yeah, and uh, I don't think she's had any work done. Um, I bet she has in the 70s. Ste- well, hey, steady on. That doesn't even make sense. But, you know, you can tell if people have, because they just look like they have. I interviewed you know I mean? Joanna Lumley I mean, uh, very briefly at BAFTA for GMB at 7 o'clock in the morning. Man alive, she... Ha- you talk about charisma. She has... Uh, she's got it fizzing out of her. Ve- 72. Very, um, uh, uh, very, what, what am I trying to say? She's a very sexy woman, you know, she oozes, I don't mean that in a vulgar way, she oozes kind of a, a sexy vibe, you know, she, for that three minutes that she's talking to you, you feel very special and very flattered, and then, you know, she goes off and does it. Great, absolutely great, proper old school professional. And uh, Timothy Taylor was in it as well. Well, hang on, what about Graham Garden? Ah, oh, he was. He was. He wasn't there. Right. So absent. hang on. This. So hang on. Absent. He so, was absent due to back injuries. Right. Hang on a minute. Hang so on. this this goodies reunion, <laughs> yeah. only had two of the goodies in. When they said he wasn't going to be there, I thought I, I would like my seven pound fifty back. Mm. Someone else took his place, because it's like a radio thing. They're going to drop him in later. <gasps> right. Oh, on. Was this the BBC? They're not allowed to do tricks anymore. It wasn't actually, no. Oh, then, 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 then carry on. I'm, I'm very, cl- I'm hovering over the 10 second countdown um, thing because this goodies reunion is not a goodies reunion. Well, it's near as damn it. Near as damn it. I'm sorry to swear. I know you were near the dumb button there. Nine, eight, seven. Uh, I'd like to say six, hello to anyone else who knows five, me. Four. Including three, Shane Ritchie. Two. One. Goodbye. Nobody knows you, Dredge. Outrageous. What does he think he is? He spent all last week big, bigging it up as a big goodies reunion. There was only two goodies. Outrageous behaviour. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello? Hello. Jerry shrunk. The goodies. This is the voice of Banana Man cartoon. Banana Man cartoon, yeah, of course. The goodies. Yes. There is a Frank Sidebottom exhibition opening in Manchester Library, and next Monday you will hear a recording of me going around it, being escorted by Steve Sullivan, the director of Being Frank, the Chris Seavey story, and Dave Arnold, who was Frank's roadie. Yes, you will. You really will. Thank you. Uh, so you're going to hear that next Monday, and it got us a special podcast. Have you been around already? Sorry? It's already happened. You know, it still goes on until I think it goes on until the beginning of May. Is it good? It's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Free entry. It's free entry. Yeah, it's great. I would, I would have liked it to have been a little bit bigger. Um, but yeah, there's some, be- you know, there's some beautiful stuff there. There's loads of videos to watch. Um, there's loads of audio. There's the head is there. Um, little Frank is there. It's, uh, it's great, man. But the Not film, the film, the film is coming out. I think on the 29th of March. The film is coming out, being frank, the Chris oh, Seavey story on the 29th... I don't the statue. Sorry? I don't know the statue. What about oh, the statue? I'm telling you about the film, you muppet. I'm just... 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 I'm just...
I'm struggling, Jerry. I'm struggling. Same about government. The government should make forms easier to fill in because he struggles. Yeah, well, of course he struggles. Yeah. Blokes, blokes with Parkinson's. And people who really need help can't get because of problems. It's impossible to get help. They need an advocate. Mm. Yeah, he does need an advocate. advocate. You're right, and that's what we're trying to get for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's okay. what we're that's what we're working on. We were, we were going to suggest you. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do moving around too much. Can't do the phone way. Okay. I'm moving. I like to move. Are you are you struggling a bit today, Jerry? Because yeah, you yeah. Being freezes all day. Yeah. My was making this just getting worse. Well, it's obviously getting worse, but to be manifesting itself really nastily at the moment. Being freezed for two days. Seeing I've been here, so I'll fight. Keep fighting. Believing the dream. Hang on. I'm getting every fifth word. <laughs> it's not it's not great tonight, Jerry. Try and get some Well. Thank you, Mr. Hey, listen, man, I'm sorry. I hate it when I can't understand you because it might. Hey, listen, it's a little bit frustrating for me. And I I can imagine uh, maybe I can't how frustrating it must be for you when the Parkinson's is playing up. It's a bugger, boys. We carry on. We have good days and we have bad days. More bad days than good days, but we have a good day. We have a good day. Yeah, good. Well, let's hope you have a good day tomorrow. Give us a call tomorrow, Jay. Bye, bye. Take care. Bye, Cass. Bye, Jerry. We understood it. Clear as a bell. Yeah, we understood him at the end. Jerry's, for those who don't know, Jerry's a regular caller. He's got Parkinson's. He's the same age as me. And some days you can get him, and some days you can't get him. And I was really struggling then. You were, you were tuned in. To, sometimes you just got to tune in to it. I couldn't quite mm-hmm. tune in to him today. Sorry, Jerry. Um, but yes, the Frank Sidebottom film, which is a joy. Chris Seavey film, more than Frank Sidebottom, actually. I've seen it uh, once. It's uh, coming out, I think, on the 29th. Is that a Friday or a Saturday? I want to say that's the Saturday. Let me see. Of March? Yeah. Uh, 29th is a Friday. Is it a Friday? Uh-huh. Okay. So it's coming out on, on, on then, and it is an absolute treat. If you can see it in the cinema, do it. It'll be out on DVD and Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is apparently jammed full of, like, hours and hours of rare Chris CV freshies side bottom footage i've got cards on the table i've got a slight investment in this and as much as my record label for what if that you can call it that 7a records is releasing the soundtrack on picture disc limited edition 500 picture disc and a cd um you know it's a treat but but the the film is you've you saw it didn't you? yeah great isn't it beautiful you don't you don't even really need to be familiar with frank it's about it's about a really interesting character, a sort of artist and a dreamer. But it's um, funny and it's touching, and you hear from the people who loved him and put up mm. with him. It's just it's, it's about, got everything. It's about an eccentric. It's about you know someone forging their own path against all the odds. It's about a flawed human being. It's about oh. an artist. It's about comedy. You'll love him and you'll be frustrated by him yeah. in equal measure. Poor old Chris. Oh man, how cool would it be to say and to promote the film. We got Frank Sidebottom with us. Oh, what a joy! Oh, you'd have loved him, Kath. He would have wound you up no end, and he would have <laughs> he would have totally picked on me and totally just been all over you, Frank. It would have, would have been a joy to have on. But honestly, really, if you can go and see the film, uh, the films like this. First of all, you know, I think seeing small independent documentaries in cinemas is great because it helps the filmmaker significantly. But also, you'll laugh a lot, man, and hearing people laughing 
some really obscure stuff, a, a crowd like that, it's um, it's joyous. It's a film that's made with a lot of affection and mm. a lot of heart, you know. Steve Sullivan's done a cracking job, Beautiful. actually. And um, and if you can't go and see it, then definitely get the DVD or the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray's got a load more stuff on it, apparently. OK, the switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. What a busy hour. If you want to give us a call, we'll have a little look in the papers. Apparently you've been cleaning your faces all wrong. Oh, and I'll play a clip of that Howard Hughes... Um, uh, the fruitcake. It was. It was. It was some hour. That's. I think it was the second hour yesterday. It was incredible stuff. Do give us a call now, though. Probably free for most of you. We call you straight back. The number is o three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
classic. You don't hear. I can't remember exactly when that would have been. 89? Just before Britpop. You don't hear Size of a Cow and Sit Down and Funny How. And th- there was that kind of window before Britpop, which actually. Britpop was pretty crappy, really. I, I, it wasn't. Even, even at the time, we were all going. Big fuss being made. It's not that good. But the period before, when it was a little bit more fun, and it was Wonder Stuff, and it was James when they were at their peak, and, and that's that kind of period, that two, three years, gets ignored. Doesn't really get... I mean, I don't listen to music radio, so I'm, I'm making an assumption here. Doesn't get played on music radio at all. It doesn't well, get written about. I do listen to a very good 90s station. Yeah. They, they, they hammer it. It's great. That station is absolute shite. <laughs> It's not. It's absolute 90s. No, OK. Oh, they should do a station called that. I'd listen <laughs> to that. Absolutely shy. I'd be in. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. I saw this on uh, Twitter. A horrified mum had to apologise after putting a book about sex tips in a kid's goodie bag. I saw this on Twitter. Did you retweet I it? I retweeted it, yeah. It was something like a thousand and one ways to save the planet or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right on um, parent gave one thousand and one ways you can save the planet yeah. and other treats to seven-year-olds after her daughter's birthday party. The book features tips on how to be environmentally friendly, such as not leaving appliances on standby. But there's also a section on sex which includes advice on animal-free bondage gear, solar-powered vibrators, and choosing eco-lube. Solar-powered? I mean, well, In you Britain? To, you have to do it on your, on your head. How does it... Where does, where does it go? Do you mean you've got to keep it in the window when you're charging it up? <laughs> Parents whose children went to the party in Stoke Newington, North London, tweeted how they'd had panic texts from the mum after her... <laughs> oh, so here, here comes a joke. After her mistake went viral, one user said, I was guessing it was on page 69. Beautiful. Here's the thing. Those kids are never going to open those books anyway, so it's perfectly safe. Another wondered if they'd had to leave the lights on to use the solar-powered sex toys. But find a solar-powered vibrator. I mean, that's an odd... That's an odd thing. They they used to take... I don't know what... Well, maybe they do. They used to take the big old... The big old chunky. But what you got? What are you pulling that face for? What have you seen? Cal Exotic Solar Bullet. Solar Bullet. Oh my goodness. When people say they take a bullet for you, really. <laughs> this bullet's got your name on. <laughs> wow. Cal Exotic Solar Bullet. Totally renewable, sun powered, vibrating simulator. Stimulator. <laughs> it has it, a simulates, it simulates vibrations. It doesn't actually vibrate. Batteries not required. Energy efficient, multi speed recharging solar cell with plug in jack and LED charging indicator. Hang on, so you plug Extra it in. Extra long power cord. Oh, here's the thing. I've seen the ones. Because normally, right, battery is the way to go. Uh, by the way, if you've got children up at this time of night, you're a terrible parent. But um, I have heard tales of the ones that you plug in. Now, I you shouldn't mix moisture and electricity. Well... If that shorts, you're going to, you know... Keith and the girl, right? Hemda's got one. Yeah, a plug-in one. Yeah, but you have to plug it into your laptop. 
Oh, no. Yeah. The Russians will be watching through her, her <laughs> Exactly. Well, they deserve everything they get. Is there anybody listening? Could end that sentence there and you'd probably get no <laughs> reply. Is there anybody listening who actually does the thing of covering your webcam up? Because you always... Oh, well, the Russians can hack into it. Um, and I must... Ad- I know Zuckerberg covers his. How do you know what you try to I've get seen, in there? No, no, no. Because you see, whenever you see him pictured in his office with the computers, he's always got a like a plaster over the. I'm going to be honest. Once a while ago, I was, you know, you know, I was, you know, looking at, you know, what you were badgering the witness. Yes. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a single guy. I'm online. I'm looking at, you know, some stuff. Burping the worm. Okay, thank you very much indeed. And I noticed that the webcam light was on. <gasps> Does that Wow. Now does that doesn't necessarily Yeah it does. Does it? Oh shit. Oh well. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna really? Anyway, um okay, well that's 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 throwing a Spaniard into the works. Um <laughs> but does anybody do that? Does anyone put the the tape over the um the lappy or the computer to um to stop people hacking in i don't know if people i remember a couple of years ago maybe a year ago someone said there was a website going around on the dark web where you could log into this website and then like it was streaming it was a russian website and it was just streaming thousands of webcams that had been hacked into um and I tried to log into it, but I couldn't find it. But for what possible gain are they trying to? Are they going to blackmail people, or is it just because they can and they're being um, idiots? Mm, I don't know. What does this mean? This, this is a text. Ian away again. Can you tell him not to say we or us? Wasn't long ago Ian was performing. What the hell does that mean? Yes, Mo. Hello. Yes, hello, Mo. Hi, I'm Ian. Hello. Yes, I've said I've, I've said that already. Well, let's get to the the bit where you're rude about the show. Let me just get the garlic. Was I rude about the show? No, I was trying to say like um, you did well the other day, you, like paying for that guy's food. Yeah, you told us that already. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I tried to say it on on air. You said it on air. You said it on air already. You said it to us. What did I say on air? I give you a lot of respect for what you did. Have you been drinking, Mo? You've been smoking a bit of the gange. You've been you've been smoking <laughs> magic cigarettes packed give, uh, packed with wacky backy. I give you a lot of respect. The other day, I give you a lot of respect for what you done. Do you know, like paying for that guy's food. Yeah. So, like, thanks. I I commend you for it. Almost. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for you not to phone in. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Th- th- thanks for the kind words, Mo. I appreciate it. Cheers, man. Can you keep in line, Mo? Sorry? So is that it? You just want to end the line? Well, well OK. Well, all right. Well, let's get to the bit where you insult me then, if, if we have to. The charade. <laughs> nah, no, there's no charade anyway. OK, yeah. well, what, what else do you want to say? No, that's all I want to say. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to end it. OK, bye. You're going to end it there? Well, what else do you want to say? Oh, nothing. Yeah. I'm going to end it then. Oh, three, four, four, four. You know no, what? He no, loves your little chance. 
<laughs> he really does. Gets a lot out of it. Hey, so they're saying that um, Paris Jackson tried to take her own life. She's denied it, but then a couple of the TMZ, scumbags at TMZ, mm-hmm. are kind of have said, well, actually, we, we kind of got evidence that she had. I don't really want to dwell on that, because that, whatever, that's her private thing. But it hadn't actually... Do you know what? In my um, uh, angry outrage and genuine outrage over Jackson and the defenders and all that, it hadn't even occurred to me to think about the impact it would be having on his kids. Mm. And of course, and I think about the brothers and the cousins and I was thinking, well, yeah, you know, screw you guys. Screw you guys. Which is probably unfair, but I was that's what I was thinking. But I hadn't thought about the kids and the impact that um that because obviously they're, they're whatever's his happened his behavior has had yeah 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 that's the thing thank you no thank you you're right thank you but 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 the, but the, but well no yes and no yes and no the, the film has has the film is is reporting on the behavior and that film has been um the uh conduit it's not the right word. What's the word I want to say? Anyway, that film has has allowed a springboard for people to 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 um, I think attack the two kids. Um, well, you'd have to be a moron to do that. But, and yet, <laughs> come on, Catherine. We had a guy an hour ago blocking me because he said I've been slagging Howard Hughes off, yeah. a man who I have nothing but respect and love for. So, and that's a tight, you know. So yeah. of course, of course, I've been getting loads of stuff, and it hadn't occurred to me that. Um, as a result of what their dad did, as a result of um, this film highlighting what their dad did and becoming a worldwide phenomenon, um, uh, that they must be feeling awful. Not taking away anything from the victims, of course. Mm -hmm. You can be caring and compassionate about two disparate groups of people simultaneously. Um, And if I just think if it is true, then um, that's that's a a lousy byproduct. Yeah. uh, no one can say that their father, in his weird way, no. didn't try to protect them from all that that kind of attention brings. I mean, he, they walked around with veils over their heads for the first no. what, 14 years of their lives, whatever they were. Yeah. Um, it's a terrible shame. Yeah, that poor girl. Yeah, it must. Be, I mean, it must be awful. It must be awful. And I just thought that was that was very very sad. Oh um, three four four. Yeah, because that was right. Mo rings to get praise for giving you praise. That's yeah, exactly that, what that's, that's that's what it was. Oh God, here we go. This is oh, this is going to be some show if that guy calls back in again. This is Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, it might have been. I can't remember. Oh three four four. If you, I can't remember. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Late night alternative. Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. You can phone in about anything you want. You, you're probably free to call in. Um, at most, it'll cost you pennies. You'll speak to Amy tonight. She wouldn't take your name and number. There's a story I want to read here, but this is a tricky one. So wish me luck. Well, why don't you read it with the German pronunciation? Okay. Of the surname. Jubilant tuna. Kunt. 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 Can I get away with that? Kunt. Her name is spelt Tuna, T-U-N-A, and her surname is spelt K-U-N-T. There's no umlaut. Put the- one in, for heaven's sake. Tuna Kunt. <laughs> oh, my God. But do you know what make- it, it strikes me as odd? Her first name is Tuna. Yeah. Maybe her- it means something nice in her native language. Well, what does... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay there, Rico. We're going to come to you in a second. 
once we've been sacked. Jubilant Tuna Kunt, <laughs> K-U-N-T, has been elected president of her students' union and says her unusual name was a real vote winner. The law student romped to victory, winning 1,409 uh, votes to closest rival Nazia Badi's 901. And while her pledges to work towards equality, diversity, inclusions impressed some, many backed her after being tickled by her name. Her name, I have to say, is Tuna Kunt. Tuna is a Turkish name, unisex. It can be a name and a surname, and it means Danube in, in uh, Turkish. Let's see what the other one means. <laughs> because, um, oh, please be so it's careful. It's a Turkish surname, means strong or durable in ancient Turkish. I, of course it does. Of course, um, Kunz, so close. That is German for art, isn't it? Kunst. Okay, okay, Kunst. Okay, thank you. <laughs> She said in her victory speech, Thank you so much for taking part in our democratic process. I'm very happy to be part of this organisation. It's been an amazing experience for me. She tweeted earlier, Follow me while I try to maintain my cool, stroke elegant, stroke humour while replying to tuna kunt jokes. Thank you for laughing at my name. It's been an amazing icebreaker and conversation starter. Fellow students were delighted by Tuna's win. One said, Our new president is called Tuna Kunt. All hail our new leader. Um, another said, it's her name, and she's not going to change it because a bunch of adolescents will giggle when they hear it. I'm guessing her name got her noticed, and that can only mean more votes. All hail Tuna Kunt. To pause then. Uh, to pause. It's a great name. I wonder if she had, like, posters up and stuff. Yeah, vote Kunt. When I was head girl, we had to be elected, right, and we had oh. to, do like, run a... An election. Head girl. I mean, this is what we're dealing with, dear listener. We, we speak of bumlicks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give you, <laughs> give you Catherine Boyle, but an the, actual head girl. The guy who was head boy <laughs> ran a very successful campaign based on the horror of our teachers because yeah. it was he just kept putting um, posters all over the school saying, give Ben head. <laughs> <laughs> the teachers thought it was disgusting. Kids oh, thought it was great. Yeah, of course they would. Um, let's go to Rico. Good evening, Rico. I'm all right, thank you, Rico. What have you got for us? Well, you know, I agree with you what you think about, you know, Michael Jackson and everything, you know. Yes. Bit of a kiddie filler and that. And, um, okay, well done. I saw Paris Jackson, and, uh, you know, she's got a Baphomet necklace. She's got a what? Baphomet necklace. Right, if, are we heading to a really bad taste joke? No, 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 it's because she's on the dark side. What does that mean? Well, you know, because, you know, they say about all these elites and that, you know, they're sort of the, the god they worship slightly different than that. No, I don't know about this, Rico. Educate me in the ways of being an idiot. No, I'm not an idiot, honestly. I looked into this stuff. Okay, right. My so wife got it. I've been researching this for ten years. Okay, so what have you found out about um, the necklace that uh, Michael Jackson's daughter is wearing? Well, she's wearing a Baphomet necklace. A bassinet necklace. Baphomet. B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T. Okay. Right, so I, tell me what that means, then. But it's Satan. It's like a... Uh, it's like the goat... It's the, the, the goat of Mendes, they call it. And, then, and basically, if you want to sort of be successful, mega successful, like, you know, like billionaire sort of stuff, yeah. you've got to be on them, got to be on their team. OK, right. And um, how come more people don't know about this? Well, I think they're waking up. Oh, go on, tell me more. Well, you know, because I think, you know, because how far, how deep can I go here? You can go as deep as you want, Rico. Well, it all started with 911, you know? Yeah, go on. 
you know, World Trade Centre falling down. I remember down. it, yeah. yeah. Well, didn't, yeah. You know, no one talks about that. It only had a fire on the top level and yet it decided to uh, demolish Lo- itself. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it, well also, it, it, <coughs> massive great plane smacked into it. Well, no, 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 they were holograms. They're holographic. No one actually saw the planes. The only people that saw the planes hit into the buildings were stage, were, you know, stooges. Actors. Yeah, actors. Because anyone that was actually there heard the explosions, but they didn't see any planes. Okay, wow. This is, this is, now I've heard some, I've heard some far out 9 11 theories, but the the planes being holograms, wowzers. That was pretty cool. Because well, that because was 2001. That was pretty amazing technology. Because well, yeah. if you look back at Jurassic Park that was around about the same time, you can tell yeah. those dinosaurs aren't real. Well, I know that. But you see, I'm telling you, they've got technology way ahead of what of we know have. about. Of course they you know, Is it, alien, is it alien technology? Or? Well, I tell you, there's another bloke called Dmitry Kozlov, yeah? Yes, man. And he reckons that in the 1970s, if you wanted to build a skyscraper in New York, yep. they'd let you build it. But you had to tell him how you're going to demolish it when you're finished with it. Okay. And he reckons there's inbuilt nuclear detonations underneath oh. each of the uh, towers. Jeez. And that they were triggered. And that's why a lot of the firemen that were there that day have since died of cancers. Oh, because I thought it was because of all the dust that they the would have in- inhaled. The dust they yeah, would have inhaled see. from the buildings. would have. That, that wasn't that. It was nuclear... Yeah, because it can't, it's, they don't tell you this, but the core inside kept burning it's not for true. Like up to three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a How lot come, of hang on a minute, if a nuclear bomb, two no, nuclear... No, inbuilt, because back in the 70s, like, Russia used to use nuclear detonations for building right. big gas silos If two like nuclear that. inbuilt bombs go off in New York... Yeah. How come the blast radius was just the size of those buildings? Surely it would have spread for a couple of miles. No, 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 because they've got it all down now. You can get you can get uh, backpack nukes now. Yeah, but okay, right. That what? You know, just go off. That don't, doesn't spread any nuclear radiation. Well, it spreads. It's, I mean, basically, it's only a small charge. Okay. That's why when it came down, if you notice, it halfway as it came down, literally it turned to powder. It literally, it literally turned to nothing. And what they did, the Americans, to get rid of the debris, yeah. they shipped it off, off straight away to get rid of it because they knew people would start looking into it. Yeah. Well, so how, come, how do you know all of this then? Well, because oh. I spent 10 years looking into this stuff. Did you, can I ask you a question? Did you spend 10 years looking into this stuff online? Well, no, because what you do is you have to look like... You know the term conspiracy theory... Uh, yeah. You know that? My granddad you? came up with that term. Well, he did, That's he a true he story. For the CIA. That's my, no, my granddad yeah. came up with that term. He did actually work for the CIA. Well, That's a true story. It's an actual term. Yeah, I know. My they granddad invented it. So you go on YouTube, right? No, 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 no. The question was, did you do the 10 years research looking at stuff online? Well, some of it online, yeah. Yeah. Did you well, have a big fat spliff in your hand own. while you were doing it? Did you have a big fat spliff in your hand while you were doing it? In my hand. I suspected as much. Yeah, I know you see, but you've got to respect the herb, Ian, you see. I don't, you have, to, to I don't have to respect the herb. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I yeah, really don't. I don't drink alcohol, you see. I, I couldn't care less. You're a, you're a massive stoner that, that doesn't work, <laughs> no, and you're looking... You're, you're look, you and your wife you're are getting stupid. paranoid. You and your no, wife... Are, shut up. You and your wife are looking at YouTube videos and <laughs> reading, up, reading up bullshit from idiots. No, up bullshit. Look at the chemtrails. Come on. Chemtrails. How many times you wake up in the morning, there's blue skies, right? And then you see these jets go across. And in my day, they were called contrails. It was just water vaporising. And then they'd disappear. Chemtrails kill prints. You, you go out there tomorrow. Chemtrails kill prints. Well, no. Chemtrails, Prince said a lot of things. Chemtrails, chem, chem tra- Prince was killed because he knew too much about the chemtrails. Yeah, but you see, 
see Prince is a bit dodgy because sometimes, you know, you can't be in that club unless you're in the club. And I think sometimes... He like was Michael in Jackson and he was and out. That, he wants to say, you know, you can't have it both ways, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? You can't I have do. it both ways, yes. mate. You can't have so it... So they, bump, they bumped him off. Yeah, they did bump him. And Whitney Houston and her daughter too. Did they, they bumped Whitney off, did they? they bumped Whitney Who, off. Who's, what, who, can you, have any famous people just died because of bad luck? Or have they all been bumped off? I'll tell you what, Ian. Do you like Star Wars? I've seen him. I'm not a massive fan. Remember the last Star Wars? You know Star Wars when uh, at the end Princess Leia gives Chewbacca the medals. Yes. Like, you you go on there now. That doesn't exist anymore. She doesn't give Chewbacca a medal. Well, I don't know if she did or not. No, no, I, no. And C3PO's got a silver leg. Right. He never had a silver leg in my day. Okay. And, and another, one more thing. I want well, to no, hang on, hang on. What? What the is the Mandela th- effect? Oh God. You no, know, no, it's true. Right. Listen to this. I've got a classic one for you. You know, in uh, Forrest Gump... But you've just given me examples of something I don't actually remember because I'm not a big fan of those films. Okay, was it called Sex in the City or Sex and the City? Uh, uh, I don't really... Sex and the City. Yeah. No, it was known as Sex in the City. It wasn't. It was, because if you listen to Jay-Z and Beyonce, those awful cretins, you'll see that they said Sex in the City. You just said Sex in the City. Here's the thing. It was Sex and the City. No, it used to be sex in the city. No, it didn't. It never did. It used to be called sex no, and the city. There's two types of people. There's people because I believe. There's people who think it was called sex and the city. There was people who think it was called sex in the city, and there's people that never watched it because they were I'm idiots. Gonna t- I'm gonna t- I never watched it. My mate, you're an idiot. No, I can't stand watching. It's a great, great TV series. One of the best. I don't watch telly, mate. I can't do it anymore. No, you just watch crap homemade YouTube documentaries on YouTube. You know that buildings don't do that. No, you I don't. You don't know. When did you get your degree in structural engineering? You didn't. You just watched a load of YouTube videos. I was sucking on a fat one. What about architects for nine one one? All those architects that have got together. No, you got to me say, on that. Yeah. To say when they were oh, built, they were built to withstand. That's an aluminium aeroplane. Hang on. Do uh, well, well, Rico, Rico, stop there. I tell you, Rico, no, Rico, stop. We'll have a conversation, dude. We'll have oh, a conversation. I'm tell you, about a you will tell me in a minute. I've got something no, will you shut up and listen? All right. right. But one more thing. No, shut up and listen, you rude liar. I'm not rude. You I'm are rude. rude. You won't I'm listen. Not rude. No, no, man, I'm safe, honestly. Shut up, I'm then. Shut up, right? I'm never rude. So it was aluminium planes, yeah? Well, you know, planes are light, aren't they? Right, so, so it was... Uh, but, OK, so it was light aluminium planes, yeah? Yeah. Right, that smashed into the, uh, the World Trade Centre? Yeah. I thought it was holograms. Boom. No, 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 Boom. no. Boom. You, you just said it was holograms. No, this is the thing, right? You just said it was holograms. I believe it's holograms. Architects for 911 believe it's planes, right? Right. That's where I differ, because if you go really deep like me, they don't, I wouldn't even be able to... Rico goes deeper door. than actual architects, OK. You, do, you to, do you want to blow your mind? Yeah, I'm going to give you something to blow your mind, mate. Better oh, like, listen, trust me, buddy. listeners out there, yes. put the Challenger disaster in, right? Yeah. And then go, Challenger disaster crew still alive and you'll find some of them have died from old age I think you've, you've, you're, you're reading the IMDB entry for Capricorn <laughs> 1 mate no seriously they're all working in universities they're the same people <laughs> it's everything's bollocks I tell you everything everything, everything in the last 10 minutes has been bollocks I'll give you that you know 1984 says that in the future right yes. remember your history because they're going to change it okay. that's the Mandela effect it says as you walk past every house how many people have got these 54 inch tellies on their wall like cinemas you read 1984 I read 1984, yeah. Have you? What, cover to cover? Yeah, well, a long time ago, yeah, mm. George Orwell, yeah. Read it again, because I didn't listen. He was an insider as well. OK. Here's the thing, man. I used to yeah. be I used to be um, such a stoner. I, I, I used to yeah. smoke so much skunk. Yeah, Every yeah. day, I'd, the first thing I'd do, I'd well, wake up... That strong stuff that the government are scared of. Not like it in my day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to smoke so much weed. And here's the thing. I would forget stuff. 
I would believe stuff. I, I would I would I would imagine stuff that hadn't no. happened, and I thought it had happened. No, um, and I, yeah, okay, sorry. No, no, I understand what you're saying about being a stoner, but honestly, you've got to you've got to just go into it. With, you know, you've got to go for it and sift through the bullshit from the truth. Well, I'm sifting, I'm sifting through the bullshit right now, Rico. Thank you very much indeed for your call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You have got to respect the herb. If you only just leave it alone a bit. Got to respect the herb. <laughs> Thank you for that, Rico. I enjoyed that, mate. Do give us a call again. Um, and uh, it was a good old giggle. It's lovely that we followed by a trailer for Howard Hughes. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's not bad for a Monday night. That's not bad for a Monday night getting a call like Rico. Thank you, man. I did enjoy that. Um, what have you got, Boyley? Well, I've got. Uh, it depends what you want. I've got spirituality. Oh. I've got filth. Uh, I've got. I'll stop you there, filth. <laughs> All right. Do you want this thing about the... Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Female taste in pornography. Oh. It's been a sample uh, survey done by Pornhub. You may be familiar with them. Por- what's Pornhub? What is this, a book? It's a bit like X Hamster and uh, Brazzers. <laughs> you, you don't know what Brazzers is. I think I do. I don't think you do. Let me just look it up. Brazzers... Anyway. All right. Anyway. Let's 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 not get bogged down by um, by th- that. So go, so what does this tell us then? A Pornhub survey revealed which X rays. By the way, Pornhub should not be releasing this. They're not saying which women are watching There's them. This th- th- when when someone logs into one of those websites, that stuff should be private. That's between you, your keyboard, and yeah. um, your webcam. But they've done a survey, so people have responded. Okay. Okay. I don't think they're. That's private. I don't think they're checking. Okay. And you just never know these days. The government. In 2019... Rico thinks they're checking. <laughs> Daily Star says, in 2019, it shouldn't yes. be a surprise that many women watch porn. Over the years, ladies have uh, worked to break down the taboo by speaking about adult entertainment. <laughs> adult entertainment. Adult ent- the, the adult blueies. Blueies! <laughs> Get blueies online now. Pornhub data reveals what X-rated clips women are most drawn to. I and- blame you, Tim Berners-Lee. <laughs> this is the reason people are watching blueies all the time. <laughs> Didn't he speak out recently saying that we're uh, we're spoiling it? <laughs> He's spoiling his beautiful creation. He said it's the WWW stands for World Wide Web, not wink, wink, wink. <laughs> Pornhub data reveals what X-rated Have you clips... heard Tim Berners-Lee speak? Is he posh? He speaks very fast. He's sort of like this. You've no idea about the thing. So you've got the thing. The thing about the internet is it's supposed to be very... very you know why? Or one word or lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> give you that. Give you that. Yes, mate. Um... Yeah, so guess what most women who enjoy pornography are going for? Um, I don't know. Lesbian videos. Are they really? Mm -hmm. Well, well, well. We've had this conversation before. I think that often the men spoil it. It's funny, isn't it? Because men won't go for, like, gay videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing. Girl and girl... I suppose suppose men pop up in hetero videos, don't they? Very much so, yeah. Okay, I mean, I'm trying to have a serious, mature conversazione, and you're making uh, uh, penis jokes. Right? <laughs> I, just, I think that just shows the difference between the two of us. Here's Catherine. the thing, right? That this, and I, and I, I can see where they're coming from on this one. Oh, no, for God's sake! <laughs> girl on girl frolics are likely to be popular with ladies because they're shot with the female viewer in mind, rather than some. I mean, obviously, I've never seen uh, pornographic films, uh, but 
some big meathead blazing in. They're never that attractive. The women are all done up it's to the nines. No, the, one's, no one's blazing in. The women aren't always done up to the nines. They Sometimes they tend to be. No, it depends what you're... Well, this is the thing, right? Nowadays... You don't notice the makeup jobs. Now, I don't know what a makeup job is. You know. Nowadays, you can find anything. Mm-hmm. So the ones I watch... <laughs> The women are not dressed up to the nines. No one's dressed up to the nines. Well, I think that they turn it out and they usually look after themselves. Whereas then you get some bloke in that looks like a thumb in pants. Wow. Spoiling it all. Anyway, so girl on girl frolics, more popular. According to Vanessa Marin, who is a psychotherapist and sex therapist, in general, women tend to like lesbian porn because lesbian porn shows sex that emphasises female pleasure. Okay. Heterosexual porn, typically male, made to ex- emphasise male pleasure, so there isn't much in it for women. So they've done this this, this porn map, um, most viewed categories by women, by country. Was it Rachel, yeah, Rachel Stevens? Mm-hmm. Was her dad a sex worker reviewer? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure I've got this right, that he, her dad wrote, and I saw a documentary about him once, her dad goes to massage parlours and brothels and engages in sexual activity and then reviews them. Yeah, sex guide booked to London. He did, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah. Rachel Stevens' is dad. Christopher Stevens. That is out that's incredible. Gosh. Uh, isn't it? What do you do on the weekend, Dad? <laughs> well, read well, my book. <laughs> well, I, I well I did a redhead. Blonde, <laughs> dirty. That's that's outrageous scenes. Poor old Rachel Stevens. Uh, so Poor old Christopher Stevens, because the internet will have killed his um, his writing career. Pornhub also analysed which categories were popular in each country. Unsurprisingly, British porn is most popular in the United Kingdom. Yeah. A whopping 474% more ladies in Blighty watch this category compared to elsewhere in the world. Okay. Uh, lesbian clips also loved by we Welsh... Don't, we, don't like foreign, we don't like foreigners on our shores and we don't like foreigners in our beds. <laughs> Taking back control. Yes. Uh, lesbian clips also loved by Welsh, Scottish, English and Northern Irish women. This rather keeping uh, is in keeping with the viewing habits of the rest of the globe. Surprisingly, the third trendiest category is rough sex, oh, which may be influenced no. by the Fifty Shades of Grey epidemic. No. Epidemic? Well, after, well, like uh, catching. after they were all at it, I think something spread, yes. German women appear to prefer fetish-themed clips. Germany is a very strange uh, country. Feet and urination content coming out on top there. Yeah. Cosplay videos are a hit with females in Brazil. Well, what, hang on, what's the third most popular in Germany? Hang on, I can tell you. It's die Pischen. <laughs> German women fetish with feet and urination content out on top. Cosplay videos hit with uh, cuckolding is popular in Argentina and France. By the way, I just have to say, if you're in the UK, this is a tweet. Thank you, whoever sent this. If you're in the UK, you must listen to Ian Lee on Talk Radio. In the past five minutes, they've had live on air chemtrails, holographic planes, the Mandela effect, Baphomet, celebrities being bumped off. Now they're talking about lesbians. <laughs> Top radio for a Monday night. <laughs> Romantic videos are widely enjoyed in India and the Philippines, while vintage porn is best loved by lasses in Sweden. <laughs> vintage? <laughs> what they mean there is hairy. Ian, you were a bit mean to that last guy. You need to keep an open mind on Mandela. A lot of it is absolute guff and people getting carried away, but here are a few bits that go beyond misremembering. It's magic mirror, not mirror mirror on the wall. That's definitely one you'll be able to recall. Oh. God. Here's the thing, people. some people remember things differently. It doesn't mean we come from a split Listen, universe. if you ask my mum, she misremembers everything. Does yep. that mean she's been got to? No, yep. she just forgets stuff. My mum thinks there was someone called Terry in the Beatles, so, you know, it, maybe there was. 
Go on, give us another. What, 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 uh, the, the, now, in China, what's the ch- number one thing that Chinese women are looking at? Uh, looking at the map. Let me see. I'll tell you, it's Japanese. The, <laughs> what was that? Of my stomach. Gee, God. <laughs> yeah, Japanese. In China, they're looking at Japanese porn. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It's a strange idea. And um, look, this hentai is massively popular. That's Russia, isn't it, there? Yep. That is Russia. Hentai. I mean, that is that seriously is not, weird stuff. That right? is not when you tie up hens or cocks. <laughs> but here's, the, here's something interesting as well, right? So, previously, a Daily Star poll revealed how often women... You can, you can say masturbated. A poll of a 1,000 women showed a third of women partake in self-love every day without fail. Well, we know that one of our male callers can come 13 times a day. But he's cut down from 25. Yeah, that's true. So he can get stuff done. Oh, filthy, filthy. <laughs> Meanwhile, a sizable 31% of participants admitted to getting their rocks off a few times a week. Weekly masturbators made up oh. 15% of the voters <laughs> weekly. That's the great name for a band. <laughs> While 8% said they did it once <laughs> monthly. Some women denied doing it at all, with 14% confessing they never touched themselves. Want to even give yourself a wipe? When I think about you, I never touch myself. Oh, aren't we messed up? Yeah, we are. Here's the thing, we are. <laughs> yeah. we're, I think Although we're not the ones watching hentai, so I hentai think we're still is, winning. That's the cartoons, isn't it? Yeah, the but it's like women porn. having it off with squid and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, man, definitely. Oh, on that bombshell. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is Wack uh, Talk Radio. <laughs> the late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, I should say before we go to Nelly, um, we're playing Brighton in April. That we're doing a show in Luton. That's sold out in March. Sold out. It's happening next Sunday. Sold out tough um do follow us on twitter at ian lee and at flipping kath because sometimes people say they can't go and they give the tickets away or sell the tickets on so that's sold out uh the next show after that is in april at some point and in brighton and i think there are about 10 tickets left for that and then the next show after that is in manchester in may we've sold out the first show so we added a second show and we've sold 25% of the tickets for that. So if you want to come to those or any of the shows, Glasgow we've got as well, and there's a few more popping up, ianlee.com slash event, dot com slash event for a full list of all the shows and ticket links and what have you. 0344 499 1000 is the number to give us a call tonight. Let's go to Nelly. Good evening, Nelly. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Hey, Nelly. What you got for us? Hi there. Uh, well, just got a band to recommend to you if you'd yes. like to uh, have a bit of a cultural tip. I would love a cultural tip. Yes, that's the right word. But um, the band I saw last week uh, called Hope and Social. Hope and Social. Uh, they're, a, I think, they sort of uh, describe themselves as a, a Yorkshire band heavily influenced by Springsteen and the E Street Band. Mm. Um, very uplifting, very good, uh, brilliant live band. Uh, Here's a song called, um, I've got a song called Eurospin, and I've got a song called The Big Wide. What, what should I go for? I would go for neither of those. Okay. I don't know either of those. I would go for uh, Saints, Saints Alive 
Saints alive. Saints alive, my heart is beating for your love, for your love. Saints alive, I feel I'm delivering all of your love deep inside. Is that is it is it is it anything like that? No, unlucky. Well, that's their that's their loss. Suckers. I said suckers. Hang on, there's an advert for the film. We can't play that. Here we go. All right, we're gonna have a listen. There's a lot of, lot of pressure on now. Uh, here we go. Yes. Yes, man. Whoa, whoa, oh, yeah. It's all right, but can I tell you what it reminded me of straight away? It reminded mm-hmm. me of this. It reminded me of Dodgy. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. It also reminded me of... Uh, it also reminded me of uh, of this. It's got a vibe of. Uh... You know this? Um... It's a great song. That is all intended to kill you. You know the words? But eventually I wanted to kill you. Okay. Just don't lean on me. You're there we go. So they, that song sounded like those two songs to me. So it's, oh, I'm afraid is it, is I'm it out. Is it a thumbs up or yeah. down? I've got other ones. But, no. <laughs> Nelly, I'm, I'm giving that, I'm giving that a, a, a flat hand waggle to say... Uh, didn't find it offensive. I didn't find okay. it. Listen, if I was at your house and you were playing it... Um, I wouldn't get up he would spoil it. He would spoil it by singing something rude over the top. I wouldn't. What would happen. I would not do that, actually. Yes, would. No, I wouldn't. Um, I would not do that, uh, Nelly. That is disrespectful of her. <laughs> I would say, oh, this is this music's... Uh, who is it? And you would tell me it's um, Saints and Sinners, and I would say, OK. Yeah, hope and Social. But, hope and yeah. Socials. I do a part of Hope and Social. And, I'd and go, he would offer you some alternative lyrics. I would, I would, I would go home and I would make him a mixtape of good music, and I would send it to him. Um, and I would break into his house when he was he was asleep or yep. his family were out, yep. and I would steal his record collection yep. and I would burn it. See, this is why you don't get invited uh, out I would anymore. clean his house oh, of yeah. 
of the Saints and Sinners singles, no. and I would I would destroy them. People don't have him round. Hope and social. Hope and social. I do apologise. Thank you for clearing that. Right. Well, now I know exactly where to look under the H's. Do you, you, you know, you, you, I just know you remind me there about when you were singing uh, there yes. about with them. And I noticed that with karaoke, I like yes. a bit of karaoke. Oh, really like it. But I noticed I can't really sing karaoke in a rock voice, like you know, rock music. The only the only line in a song I can sing in a rock style is the second line to um, "Born to Be Wild." Go on, okay, I know what you mean. Go oh, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's have it. So, get your motor running. Good, yeah. Head up on the highway. Yes, right. <laughs> That's the only one I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine doing a whole song in that voice. No wonder they're hoarse. Um, here's the thing, right? Let me find it. <laughs> Someone tweeted to me. Uh, I don't know if you're on Twitter, Nelly. Of course yep. you are. It's 2019. But did you see the thing that, that I retweeted earlier on? There's a game show in Japan. Oh, let dear. me find... Um, oh, yeah, I did. Let I, me find I, the I, thing. I, I, I want to well. I, I get, get this absolutely right. This is important to get this right because this is a very... And listen, we know that Shane Ritchie listens to the show. Shane, all I'm saying is if you take this format to ITV, I think... I've got a feeling they might uh, they might go for it. Hang on, let me find the video because this is uh, gosh, where is it? So much as uh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. God, it's way down here. Um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, oh, I can't find it. Basically, it's a Japanese game show where you have to sing karaoke whilst being um, uh, whilst being masturbated, and you have to finish the song before you um f- you you finish you finish off that, is that right I've, I've got i think i've got that um yeah. pretty much here in. we go i've seen it all now karaoke show in japan where the contestants have to sing the song while getting um jerked off <laughs> and try not to come before they finish um and let's let's just have a little listen to it it's in japanese guys but um and let's jump to the guy singing <laughs> So there's a guy singing, he's stood behind like a little sort of curtain in front of his groin, and there's a lady next to him... Putting him off, let's say. Putting him off his stroke. No, his stroke is fine. Let's just jump to the ending a bit. Oh dear. Oh dear, it's all over. Oh, it's a disappointing. Oh, you ejaculate. Oh dear. The problem with that is you can't tell if he's a good singer or not. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, man, it's some show. Thank you to whoever it was that tweeted that to me. That is some, some very, very uh, naughty show. Did you have to remind me of something? Yeah, you need to do a live read. When? Whenever. Just do it and then I'll tell them when. (laughs) Well, I'll do it in the next hour. because. All right, but you've got the email. Well, I haven't actually. Could you send it to me again so it's at the top of my email 
inbox, please. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, guys, we should say plenty of podcasts around. Um, there is obviously the, the, this, pod, this show has a podcast. There's a best of. And if we, uh, we put that out every day. And if we get a guest on, then they get a separate podcast. A couple worth looking at. I would suggest Stephen Tobolowski, the, um, the insurance salesman from uh, Groundhog Day. What? That doesn't sound like a great guest. Trust me, he was hilarious. It'll be on your favourite podcast. One of the best, one easily in the top five guests we've ever had in the three years that we've been here. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, Nick Jones, the folk singer, is something I'm really proud of. That that podcast, I think, is um, is is great. Um, and as I say, next week we will put out as a separate podcast after it's been on the air. Um, me going around the Frank Sybottom exhibition in Manchester with uh, filmmaker Steve Sullivan, who's made the new documentary Being Frank, the Chris Seavey story, which is just people asking me for film recommendations after um, Three Identical Strangers and the Mr Rogers movie. Oh, man, the Mr Rogers movie, which you still can't get on DVD in this country. You've got to get it as an import. Uh, my recommendation is uh, Being Frank, the Chris Seavey story. Some film, man. It, it really is... Uh, it, I, I think I've got, I've got a feeling it's going to be really big. I've got a feeling it's going to be bigger than Amy. I just There's just a little vibe going around at the moment about this film. I keep seeing it pop up or reviews pop up in really odd places. It was in The Sun a couple of weeks ago. It was on BBC um, website today. I've, I think this is going to be one to watch. Anyway, if you want to get our podcasts, go to iTunes, Acast, your usual podcast provider. If you subscribe, if you like, and if you write a little review, if you can, it really, really helps us. So thank you very much for that. Uh, busy on the phones in the first hour, quieter in the second hour. Who knows what will happen in the third hour? We've got plenty to talk about, though, but you are very, very welcome to give us a call on this holiest of Mondays. 03444991000. 03444991000. You'll talk to Amy. She'll take your name and number and give you a call back. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Vera. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging. Spent much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or toss it from a vine. Yes, sir. The unknown stuff, man. They make Eastwood look so fine. 
hour of the show for a Monday, the Monday shows. Let's be honest. Um, I don't want to say then. I don't want to say they're normally crap, um, but, but they are. But I don't want to say that. But they're normally a little lacklustre. They're not normally crap. They're normally they're... lacklustre because you're hungover and I can't be bothered. I am not hungover. Um, well, you're not tonight, and that's marvellous. Thank you very much indeed. It is a preciatianode. Thank you. Um, no, she's. I'm joking, guys. Of course she's not. She's still drunk from the weekend. Jokes are plenty. But the Monday shows are always a little bit limp, well, they're, flaccid. They're, they're not. Well, listen. People are not as pissed as they are later on in the week. Let's there be we honest. Go. But tonight's show, I would give a seven out of ten. Strong. It's very strong. An hour to go. Call in about whatever you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. In a minute, I'm going to tell you. Um, it's one of those stories. Eight mistakes you're making each time you wash your face. All right. You're doing it. You're doing it wrong. But before that, Hollywood star Ralph Fiennes sparked a... Ralph. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's spelled R-A-L-P-H. Ralph. Ralph. So so it's Rafe McTell, is it? No, because he's not a posh Ralph. Exactly. This guy's got ideas above his station. Well, no, he's got a station above your ideas. Name another Ralph. Uh... Ralph. Is he related to Ranolf Fines? Yes, I think they're cousins, aren't they? But is Ranolf pr- really pronounced Ranolf, or is it like Reynold or something? I don't know. Okay. Hollywood star Ralph Fines sparked a row after saying James Bond should not be played by a black actor or a woman. Well, heaven forbid, a black woman. The actor believes ethnic minority or female stars, and I'm sure this isn't his own phrase, should have their own action films. <laughs> Fines, who took over as Spymaster M from Dame Judi Dench, is preparing to start work on the 25th 007 movie, which has the working title, Shatterhand. <laughs> Excellent. The 56-year-old actor said, mm, mm, Yes, I would like to see a great black actor inhabit a Bond-like persona, but not necessarily in the same franchise. I think we could remake the idea of a Bond as a woman or as an actor of any ethnicity in another vehicle. Now, here's the thing. I used to think you couldn't have a black Bond. I used to get quite angry when people... Oh, Idris Elba. I used to think, you can't have a black Bond. And then it was a few months ago, it dawned on me. James Bond isn't real. He no, can be, he's, not. He can, he's not a real person. I, he's not a real person. He could be, any, he could be anything. He could be anything. I don't he, think he needs to be a woman, though. I do. Well, it could be. Just write some good parts for women. Well, you could do, but it could be. Here's the thing. It's like you know, the the, the Ferrari. You wait. You, you saw the Ferrari when we had a first female woman Doctor Who. You wait till we get an Asian Doctor Who. Oh, you wait. You wait. You think it kicked off with? Uh, is it Jodie Richardson? You think it kicked Not off? Jodie Richardson. What's her name then? Jodie McTell. Ra- no. Ralph. What's her name? Jodie. Jolie. No, it's Jodie. Jodie. Okay, well, Isn't that's it? not bad. That's not bad. Uh, Jodie it... Elliott? Uh, Jodie Tsunama? What's her, her name? name? is Jodie Whittaker. Close. Same number of syllables. Right. I don't know. I've not watched it. But you think it would, you know, the backlash online was bad about that. You wait until it's, an, you wait until it's um, Mira Sayal. Oh, God. You wait. So Can't wait. She'd be so a good. good. Here's the thing. Mira Sayal would be a brilliant doctor. She would. Do you know? Do you know would be a good doctor? And I, Sanjeev Bhaskar would be great. The bloke that plays Citizen Khan, Adil Ray, great doctor. He'd be a great doctor. The thing about the doctor is, 
it's uh, it's a time lord. It's an alien. Yeah. So I mean, it takes different shapes. Well, no, but the thing about James Bond is every time that they get a new James Bond, it resets the clock. The old James Bond is... is it's yeah, not otherwise like he'd be ancient, wouldn't he? Well, yeah, it's not like it's a regeneration. It kind of starts the timeline line again. In the same way... Like a reboot. It's a reboot. Yeah, it's a reboot. So you could have... You could have anybody, mm-hmm. and it just... The previous Bond universe didn't exist. There might be the odd, like, reference to it and stuff, but it just doesn't exist. So you could easily have a black Bond. You could easily have... You could easily have a, 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 a Jamie Bond. You could, you could have a woman... And 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 it, I used to really get angry about it. I just thought it's it's not it's not a real person. It's just a film. It's just a it's just a film. And actually, if you don't anybody. like the Bond, I, mean, I wasn't crazy about Timothy Dalton. If you no, don't like, I, bore, I, he was a boring. Bond. I wasn't bothered enough to to moan in, in now, public about it. You are now twenty five years pro- later. I think, he, I think he was probably all right. But you just said he was boring and you hated him. You said he was boring. No, I well, said I wasn't crazy about him. You, you didn't. But if you, you don't didn't like, correct me. All right. If you don't like a Bond, just hang on a couple of years. There'll be a new one along soon enough. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I liked Mariam Darbo in um, Timothy Dalton. Um, they um, rode the cello, didn't they? They did ride the cello. Yes. I liked the the poster because she had a long white dress on that went down to her ankles, but it was it was uh, translucent. And I was a teenage boy. One critic tweeted, Fines has lost the plot. Another said, The best actor should play James Bond. That's the only criteria. I haven't do a religion, race, or ethnicity. But others backed the actor, claiming Bond's creator, Ian Fleming, was a massive racist and intended the spy to be white. <laughs> One said, Write a new character for him. That's fine. Won't go anywhere near a black Bond because we all know he'd have been cast just because he's black. Oh. Another wrote... People think like that. Another wrote, happy to see a black actor play an MI6 agent or similar, but please don't make him Bond. Um, Here's the thing, geeks. You're never going to be Bond, so let someone have a go. (laughs) Fine's view was supported by Graham Rye, who runs James Bond 007 magazine. He said, I agree 100%. Nor should Bond be an Oriental or Asian. No, he didn't say that. Yes, nor should Bond be an Oriental or Asian actor, the same way a Caucasian should never be considered to play Shaka Zulu, Jawaharlal Nehru, or get Genghis Khan. I didn't realise that um, that Bond was some sort of um, racial leader. Here we go. And then we go to, it says, comment on the Daily Star. The Daily Star says, page six, spiteful. Ralph Fine says James Bond should not be black or a woman. His re- remarks have left fans shaken, not stirred. But they are stirred. What does stirred. that mean? They are stirred. That was a waste Silly. of everyone's life there. Yeah. yeah, let's get a black lady Bond in a wheelchair with gadgets. <laughs> gadgets. That's all, that's, all we, that's all we watch it for is the gadgets. Mm. And as long as she's still copping off well, with Bond, Bond babes, as long as she's gay... Say. For a, I mean, for a lot of young men and um, sex-starved uh, older men, it was porn for cowards, wasn't it, James Bond? Mm. The spy who bummed me. <laughs> Do you remember when he undid that woman's um, he had a magnet, zip with like, a watch. magnet on his watch? Yes, man. I mean, yes, that's an abuse man. of the technology that yes. the government... I paid that. Yes. I paid for that as a taxpayer. When M was handing him that magnet watch, he wasn't thinking, this will make it easy for Bond to get inside a woman's knickers. Um, but he should have foreseen that. He should have foreseen that. Every time he put his hand near um, his pocket, surely his his flies would have come down. Do you remember mm. when it was either Margaret Thatcher or the Queen? It was in Moonraker when they landed in a in like an escape pod back and they landed on the sea. 
but in the in the skate pod was champagne and a um, like a first a fur rug, and so he Bond was having it off with the woman because apparently. Um, oh, there's a joke about re-entry there. <laughs> no. Apparently there's a joke. Right. Okay, anyway. You burn up on re-entry. There we go, exactly. But apparently being in space makes you horny. So he was having sex Hang and on, then... the fur rug always has standard issue in, in escape pods. Yes. And, um, uh, but then, like, M was with the Queen or Margaret Thatcher, that woman that used to do the Queen or Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Margaret Thatcher because it was, it was Janet Brown. June Brown. June. No, it wasn't June Brown. Janet no. Faith. <laughs> Faith Brown. Faith Brown. <laughs> Jim Brown's not oh, got us. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bond. you got to lie. Um, face oh. Brown. And, Jim um, Brown. And so Margaret Thatcher, they, 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 they get the, I've got the communications working to the thing. And it's it's him, it's James, basically it's Bond's ass going up and down. And he looks over and says, not now, love, I'm busy. And he turns the thing off. Something like that. I may have imagined. That sounds have, like a lot of fun, a lot yeah. of sexy fun. I remember going to see Octopussy. Hang on a minute. Can I just go back to? I mean, mm. it's, it's, none of that was realistic. But I've seen astronauts when they get blasted back out of space, right? Yeah. And they have to be picked up on stretchers. How was he going for it? Well, here's the thing: um, he got blown off on re-entry. No, doesn't really. It doesn't really. But it, it's 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 two innuendos for the price of none. The two innuendos for the price of none laughs. And I'm happy with those stats. I can work with those stats. All right, let me do another one. Okay. Well, I mean, fair play. Lucky didn't enter a black hole. Oh, my God. Too much? Let's take a break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm so old, right? Because <laughs> two really exciting things happened to me today. One, I got a new fridge freezer. I'm so old, I, and I'm so, and I, I, and it's annoying because it's the same. You could have bought a PlayStation for that, but I got a new fridge freezer, and I'm over the moon, over the moon. It's nothing fancy. There's no water dispenser. The TV money is gone. There's no water. There's no ice maker. It is a silver one though. It's a silver fridge freezer. I've got these really, got these really strong fridge magnets. I got from Amazon, right? Though this people, the listeners want tips. Got them right. It's a life hack. Looking for fridge magnets, because I haven't got any in this place. There were some old ones that the lady left behind. But pictures would keep falling down, right? So I was looking for fridge magnets online. I was going to get some Beatles ones or something, whatever. And then I saw these tiny little, tiny magnets, right? And one comment, this is what sold it to me. It got four and a half stars. I'll get that in a minute, Amy. And one comment said, these magnets are tiny, but they're strong. They're so strong... You need a stronger magnet to get them off. I was like... Yeah, but then how do you get the stronger magnet off? Well, there there you go. (laughs) And I got them, and they're tiny, right? They're incredible. So my fridge is now decorated. Big, heavy picture, one tiny little magnet. It is nuts. You are living the dream. So that is... And that's not even... Hang on a minute. Let me just take this call. Hello, line three. You're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. I'm on air. Hello? You've, have you fallen? Have you fallen down a well or up your ass or something? I can't hear you very well. Oh God! The thing is, Could, right, no. The thing is, we can't hear you. Could you come off speakerphone, please, sir? Uh, no. Okay. Well, me. thanks very much for your time. Um, so that was the first thing. We've got a new fridge freezer delivered. Thrilled. You know what the second thing is? Do you know what's waiting for me at home tonight? 
clean sheets. Oh. Clean pillowcases. Clean duvet. You got to put them on though. They're on. Oh. They're on, girl. They are on. You really have to put everything. I am getting in tonight into a completely clean bed for the first time in six years. No, for the first time in a, in a couple of weeks, three, maybe three weeks. I think three weeks I went without changing, which is which is the longest. It's the longest. But so I got that. By the way, if you want to see my clean sheets, um, about half past two when I get home on Periscope, I do a little late night chit chat club where I set the. Um, my camera phone up on a tripod by the bed it's nothing mucky it's nothing, it's nothing dirty it's nothing, I've learnt my lesson trust me um, and we just have a little chit chat so if you follow me on Periscope I don't quite know how you do that periscope.tv slash Ian Lee I think or on Twitter but half past two you see the cats being fed you see Velvet eating her food you then see the door being opened when Velvet is finished and Mucky and Lucky coming to lick her uh, lick her bowl lick the bowl um, although Mucky probably will and then, then we just have a little chit-chat. We talk about our day. We discuss things, how, how your day went, how my day went, what we could have done better, what we, where we may be made. We kind of do what um, I believe is a little step ten. We look back at our day and um, we look at our part in it and what we could do. Do we need to make amends for anybody? And I think, Catherine, that's something you need to think about quite a lot, actually. Um, and we just have a little chit-chat. That's all. That's all. That's all. So join me tonight about half past two. In the morning, it's a very small elite club of weirdos. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give you that of weirdos, and we'll just have a little chit chat. To try and do it every night, unless I've got to be up really early in the morning for Ian Lee's late night chit chat club. Look forward to seeing you guys there. There's a new thing on Periscope, right? Mm-hmm. Where people can phone you, yeah, and join in the conversation. It's boring people that phone me though, so I don't tend well, to answer. Na- naturally. Uh, well, oh, <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't say it. Don't nod, otherwise... Can you read that? Sorry? Can you read that? The, 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 the live read. Yeah, I am, actually, because this is exciting. I, more exciting than that. This! No, don't, because now it sounds like I'm taking the mic. Let me do this, please. Thank you very much. This is exciting. Talk Radio have teamed up with Imagine Cruising to give away a Singapore Grand Prix and Asia Cruise for two people. That's an actual, genuine, properly good prize. It's not one of the crap prizes we might give away on this show. This is a proper prize. Includes three-day Bay Grandstand ticket to the Singapore Grand Prix, a four-night hotel stay in Singapore, plus a five-night full-board cruise on board. I'm guessing that's Genting Dream. Simply visit talkradio.co.uk slash competitions. Okay? So if you, by the way, if you all go and look at this now, it will show a big peak in our figures and it will do us the world of good and we might get sponsorship for this show. So even if you don't want to enter, although I suggest you do because it's a great competition... Go to where I'm saying now because it'll be really good for us. Talkradio.co.uk slash competitions and register your interest to take part in our Laugh in the Fast Lane quiz on air all this week during the Matthew Wright Show. Okay. Full terms and conditions can be found on the Talk Radio website and that's all thanks to Imagine Cruising. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Eben. Good evening. Oh, Eben. Eben. Good evening, both. How are you doing, Ebs? Yeah, all right, thank you. 
pretty busy. That's why I'm... Eben is a university student working hard to get his degree. Working so hard, doing homework, playing video games and getting stoned on smack. Oh, Eben, put down the drugs. Oh, Eben, put down the love. Oh, Eben, put down the controller. And please, little brother, won't you pick up a pen? I wrote that ages ago. I've been waiting for months for you to phone in, Eben. I don't Eben. think they use pens anymore. Okay. Well, it's, I know, but it's, it's kind it's of a metaphor. Computers now. I know, I'm a romantic, though. Y- yeah, it's mainly computers. All right, all right. media degree. All right, well, granddad. do you know what? You can take that song and shove it up your ass. <laughs> shove that in your hard drive. Oh, dear. Put that in your HDMI port. Oh, gosh. Put that in your uh, Thunderbolt. All right. And lightning. Very, very frightening me. Put that in your USB 3. Convert that to a WAV file. Then convert it to an MP4. Then put it on your smartphone. Then stick it in your balls. Oh. Hi, Evan. Evan. Great to talk Hi. to you, mate. What have you got for us? I'm just phoning in to say how I have been listening and it's been gemmy to sleep and gemmy through the night and everything. Yeah. And just phoning in to check in to say I'm still around. We're glad. I'm glad. Ian, are you glad? I've just read this. 50 roles to grow, go across BBC radio production. The BBC is asking for volunteers to take redundancy in its radio and music production and operations department to help cut 50 jobs. Well, I, I tell you what, come to me and I'll give you the 50 people that should go. Oh, I've kept a list. Oh, I've kept a list. One of them's called Sarah. Yes, Eben, that's great that you're still alive. Well done. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. How do we know this is Eben and not someone impersonating Eben? Ah, ah. I have to take my word for... Yeah, just got to believe. I don't believe you. I don't... I'm sorry, sir. I don't believe you're Eben. Tell us something only Eben would know. I <laughs> maybe... I still work for Deliveroo? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm convinced. Well, you've, passed, you've passed trial one. You next time you call us, you will uh, you will have to take part in trial two. At the end of the trials, if I am convinced you are Eben, then you will be uh, awarded an apology and um, my respect. There are 127 trials you will have to complete. You can take no more than one trial every week. And if at any point you do not take a trial for a period of three weeks, then I'm afraid the trials will begin from the beginning. Do you understand that, Eben? Yes, I do understand. While the trials are taking place, you will refer to me as Sir. Okay, sir. Thank you. And you will refer to Catherine as Madame. Okay, Madame. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to say? I've actually got a documentary recommendation on Netflix for you. For you? For you to watch and For you, for you... Sir. Oh, interesting, Evan. Please continue. (laughs) It's called 
fire festival and it's around the greatest seen it Music. Seen it. It's, it's a great film, isn't yeah, it? It's really good. It's a great film. Yeah. Apparently, there's another film on Hulu. I don't even know what Hulu is really about the same festival, but it's got an interview with the the guy that muffed it up. I because I quite a newcomer to Netflix. I oh. only got it last two weeks ago. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, pretty. Yeah, it, it it won't be in a week. <laughs> you, you you'll have completed it in a week. Trust me. How's your dad doing? Is your dad all right? He's doing really well. He's finding it a bit odd, me being away. I bet he is. Uh, been home yet at all this year. Has he yeah. turned your bedroom into a jacuzzi room yet? No, I'm too busy because I'm doing too much work. <laughs> too busy doing too much work? Yeah. Madame. Thank you very much indeed. You've really got to focus on that, Eben. It's nice to talk to you, mate. I'm glad your dad's all right, but from now on you will. Well, just while the trials are on, just because it's an official, uh, we're kind of in an official procedure process, and so mm. we have to follow. I mean, it might seem excessively it, harsh it to some do. people, it but... It might do. Then. But that's... I, listen, I don't make the rules. Jeez, if I made the rules, it would be a whole lot easier and a lot simpler. It's just the way it is, I'm afraid. That's the way it goes. Oh, three... F- oh, ex- oh, here's some exciting news. So June the 25th, we got um, Johnny Eccles coming in. Right. Johnny Eccles is the lead guitarist from Love, right? Arthur Lee died, I think it was 10 years ago. It may have even been 12. I think it was 10. I think it was 10, actually. Arthur Lee, Love, Forever Changes, to Capo, For Sale. Um, what was the first album called? Was the first album just called Love? Love? Maybe it was just called Love and Decapo. Anyway, brilliant. I'm a big fan of Arthur Lee. Um, Johnny Eccles was the original guitarist. He's doing one more tour because he's old. And he's bringing over Baby Lemonade, who backed Arthur Lee for longer than any other band. They're a great band. They're doing a tour. Thoroughly recommend it. Anyway, they're coming in here. I don't know if it's live or pre-recorded because they're flying over a day early to come in and do an acoustic session for us, which I am... I'm totally fanboying out. Honestly, I'm so excited. So it's going to sound amazing. And I cannot wait to just interview... I've interviewed Johnny before, but the other people in the band. And also, they've got a new single coming out, which I've heard. And it's great, man. Proper 60s love vibe. You know, it's it's stunning. So that's something to look forward to. Let's go to line two. Hello, line two. You again, really? I actually would like to speak to the producer. Okay, I'll pass you over to the I'll pass you over to the producer now. Catherine, this one's for you. You're on the air, by the way. Hello. Yes, I'm aware of that. Okay. Well now, um you were extremely dismissive of me uh, last Tuesday. I've made five complaints. Excuse me, who's this please? Recorded. What's your name, please? And Well, what's the relevance? Because I'm trying to remember your because call. I made five I've referred to my name and all the complaints I've made, okay? Okay, well, you, was it about this show? I, sorry? Was it about this... Listen, just drop the attitude, because we're being friendly, so you be friendly. Was it about this show? Okay. Yes. Right, what was the complaint? Because I haven't heard anything about it. Okay, I rang up with a, a major moral dilemma, okay? Right. Oh, you're the blind guy that was rude to me. I don't think I was actually rude. I think you were yeah. you were very rude. Um, we tried to help and you were very rude and it didn't work and so we cut you off. That's fine. Listen, if you complain, carry on speaking to the person that you complain to because, it, uh, you know, it's got nothing to do with me. I thought you were rude. It was my show and so I cut you off. And, and you're phoning up with attitude again, dude. I don't know what right. the problem is. No, no, no. Ian, Ian. 
I really relate to you so much. For well, then, well, you asked for advice, and I gave you some, and you told me that you weren't interested in my advice, so... No, you gave me no advice. However... Sorry? You're going to cut me off again. I did give you, I tried to give you some advice, and you told me you weren't interested in it, so it seemed pointless. You we said you just wanted to talk. No, no, no. What I did, what I tried to do was let me to explain the whole situation. You explained that you're 50 years old and you're blind and a load of 20-year-old stoners are coming round and taking advantage of you and smoking drugs in your place when you don't want them to. Uh, that's not exactly what I said at all. Well, I've, I've paraphrased it, but that was the scenario, yeah. Listen, dude, if, well, you've, if, you've, com listen, if you've complained about me, I don't really want to speak to you. You carry on speaking to the person you've complained to. He's been ringing various um, producers off air, different okay. programmes. Well, then that's him. fine. You carry on complaining. But, uh, you can't even get to the bottom of this. What? We can't, you're, not, you're not letting me... I let you speak for about ten minutes the other day with a really boring story that I that was on a, on a show yeah. that we had a lot of vampires in sucking the vibe out. My show is to uh, make this this my job is to make this show entertaining, right? We had a series of calls that were not entertaining. I tried to offer you a suggestion yeah. and you shot me down. Yeah, well, we there you go. Series of calls. Here's the thing: you had a series of calls, and this is what I think it led to it went the way it went. And this is you had a lot of people who were upset with life and they got sad circumstances and I was actually the fourth one in a row where they got... Dude, like, not every, you don't have a right to be on the air. It's not a right, it's a privilege. I know. Do you think I think I've got that right? Yeah, I, I do, because there's a real arrogant vibe about you. Yes, I think you think you've got that right. So what do you want I tonight? What do you want tonight? Okay. We can barely hear you. Listen, we can barely hear you. You haven't got the courtesy to take the phone off speakerphone. Normally, I would cut people off for being on speakerphone this long, so you're getting more time yeah, okay. than most people. Okay. Oh, well done. Now you're All showing right. some okay. manners. Okay. Right, so what do you want? Right. Well, number one, oh, God, I there's cannot points. use my, my mobile phone to make phone calls. Well, you're using it now. Use... Sorry? You're, well, you're using a phone now. It's fine. All right. So what's point? No, how I'm many not, points are there? Because you're using I'm not a using phone. Jesus. Well, what are you no, using? I'm not in. Well, what are you it's using a, then? Google Homes. Brilliant. Um, That's great. Okay. Well, it sounded crap before. And now it sounds all right. How many of these points are there? Because right, you're boring me again. I'm trying to be respectable. Boring you. All right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you where to start with this. What is your complaint? What, and what, like... do, what do you... No, I don't even know what your complaint is. Why are you phoning up tonight? Because I still feel upset. All right, I'm really sorry I that you feel you. upset. I'm really... So Here we go. I'm really sorry okay. that you feel... Right, shut up. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm really sorry that you feel upset. Yeah. I was quite upset after that phone call because I found you rude. So I've apologised. Will you apologise to me? Ian, I apologised that night. No, I you didn't. Again. You didn't. Yes, you, right, you can apologise right. now. Okay. I unequivocally apologise well, for I anything un I said that may have caused the slightest offence okay. whatsoever. I un I, un I, un I, I actually mean that okay. sincerely. I, I can do it. I can, I can, I can, shut up. Shut up. I can do it more. I can do it um, without sounding sarcastic. I unequivocally apologise for any offence I may have caused you by anything I said the other day. I'm really sorry. Apology accepted. Right, fine. So what do you want now? I don't want to hear the same boring story again. Okay. Here's here's because I told you I told you I'd started to give you my opinion and you said you didn't want to hear it. No, right, right. The way it went was I don't want to go over it again. It was boring then, it's bo yeah, double boring now. 
I'd asked him about Ricky Gervais, right? And I hadn't seen the TV thing. Then I mispronounced the word. All right. And then okay. Like, All right. Oh, listen, we've apologised. Are we cool or not? Yeah, we're cool. Right. Okay. Thanks very Good. much for calling. Congratulations. Bye bye. Don't cut me off. Well, what are you? Well, what have we done? What else is there? Well, I don't know. Apparently, you're, about to, you're allowed to ring up and talk about anything. Well, you have for five minutes. You talked out your ass for the last five minutes. What else do you want to say? You think I'm trying to make a point about you? What? No, I don't. What else do you want to say before I cut you off? What would you, what would you like to talk about? You Nothing with you. I don't want to talk about anything with you. But why? Because you're boring and it sounds like you're drunk. No, I'm neither boring nor drunk. I need to take medication. Well, right? I apologise for saying, suggesting that you might be drunk then, but you are boring. And listen, if you've got nothing to talk... People phone up with stuff to talk about, man. If you've got nothing to talk about, yeah, I'll move no, on to someone look, who has. I just, got, look, I just got put right straight to air. Yeah, because you're okay. calling from a withheld number. So yeah, I take the withheld numbers myself, not Amy. Yeah, well, I'm the, I'm, the produ- I'm the producer and I'm on air. So I know you are. Well, there you go, dude. So listen, we've got nothing to... We've and also, it. talking to producers on different shows is not the way to do things. You've been ringing up, like, when we weren't on air. Why did you do that? It's just rung through and spoken to Ian. Well, well, maybe it's got something to do with my sleeping habits. Maybe. OK, well, listen. All right, listen. We've, we've both apologised. I'm cool. I'm cool as long as you're cool. Do you, if you have some... Well, I will do, because everyone gets cut. Here's the thing. People, the most boring people, are the ones that get upset when they get cut off. Everyone gets cut off. You've been on longer than a lot of other callers, and you've got nothing else to say. If you've got something to say, then say it and you can stay Ian, on. Ian, 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 can I just ask you one question? I may not right. answer it. Well, no, it's fine. If you don't, it's OK. I'll just go away and like, complaint over. However, excuse me one second, I just need to cough. Oh, However, geez, that was a wet one. Look, no, no it's not too bad. Um, but how, occasionally, people ring up and you'll ask them questions, Yeah. You're engaging them. Excellent. Look, I'm still going to keep listening to your show, but I don't think you care about that anyway. However... You said you were going to ask a question. Well, just... No, I want you to ask me a question about anything. AMA. You AMA me, right? And I'll respond. Absolutely. Ask me anything. Ask me anything. Well, no, Okay. what was the question you, you were going to ask me when you just said you were going to ask me a question? That's my question to you. Well... There wasn't one. That's why. So you I lied. You. You, so you lied. That's not a lie. You just said you were going to ask me a question, one. and now you're you saying there you. wasn't one. So you're a liar. This is incredible. God, in your hard work. Right. Okay. Well, if I, oh gosh, no, I didn't even. Now you're making me think of a question when I haven't even got one. Well, now you're making me think of one when I haven't got one. Yeah, I oh, know, but I said I am a me first. I don't want to ask you anything. I'm not. I'm not interested in you. Yeah, I oh know, but no, this is repeating the same things. Right, now you're being boring. You're going to cut me off, I know it. But I asked you to ask me a question. But I haven't you got any... I'm not interested in anything... You, I'm not interested in you. Ian. I'm going to, fo- I'm going to phone up your, your people you work with, not your boss. I'm going to phone up people you work with and complain about this phone call, Ian. the way you're speaking to me. Ian. 
But I'm not going to phone your boss. It's just people that sort of work in the same building but don't have anything to do with you. I'm going to I'm going to phone up people that you know but don't really sort of know you that well and complain about this call. Why don't you just ask me something? We I don't have I... a conversation about something. We can talk about, okay, all right. We can talk about Brexit or human relationships or football or something. Right, right? I don't like, I don't like all of those three things. <laughs> all right, okay, fine. I'm trying here to actually... Because the yeah. thing is, Ian, yes. I actually have got so much respect for you and you're just bashing me, all I'm right? Not, I'm, not, I'm not... I'm not... You don't yes, know how the show works. Listen, how long have you been right. listening to the show for? What, tonight or in my in whole In total, life? in total. Um, about two years. Right, you need to listen tonight, to it a bit longer. Because um, I don't think you got it. Uh, Ian, I think I do, but anyway... Well, you don't, because you're asking... You're yeah. t- getting me to AMA you. Yeah, but what am I supposed to do? It's like, <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation with you. I actually thought I was going to ring up and speak to a producer. You have done. Complaint. You've spoken to one of the best it? producers. You've spoken to an award-winning producer. I've had to five times. I've had to five times. No, you haven't. You haven't well, spoken to me. You haven't spoken to me. No, not you. No, Kat, not I, you. I'm Catherine, I'm the, pro- I'm, I'm the producer of this show, and if you've been listening for two <laughs> years, you should know that. Yeah, I know Catherine Boyle. I know who you are. Okay, Mark. I've been listening to you. I know who you are as a person, right? As in with yeah, regards so... to this show. But I have to speak to other people. Dude, we're, don't. We're going around. We're going around. We're Listen, going around in circles. Here's what I think you're angry about, and right. tell me if I'm wrong. You think that Sorry, you? What? Here's what I think you're angry about. Yeah, go on. You thought you were going to come on, and it would be a loving. And you would, yeah. because you like Ian and you want to be sort of pally with him. Yeah. So you're, no, you're not wrong. You're correct. 100% All right, then. So... Okay. I didn't get it. However, the way that I was dealt with, yeah. like... Dude, we've uh, sorted that out. We're know, going around in circles. Is, you ring this, if you ring this station, right, oh. you're throwing the dice, basically. You never know what you're going to get. No. And unfortunately... There were three people on before me who had deep Dude, emotional... Dude, we're going around in circles. I was we're there. Not, oh, dude, we're, dude, we're going around in circles. This is so boring for me and for the listener and for everybody else, OK? We've, we've apologised and made peace on that. Is there anything else you want to say? Yes, I am going to cut you off. Everyone gets cut off. You've actually had significantly longer than a lot of other callers tonight. So everyone gets cut off. And the people... No, here to... put to air. Tough. You did. You could have put the phone down at any point. You were told straight away you're on air. You could have put the phone down. We're, we're all a little bit busy. We're all a little bit too busy at the moment to have a little chit-chat off air. Right. Okay. Well, I guess that's the way it ends then, really, isn't it? The people that complain about being cut off are usually the ones that have the least to say. Right. I think I've actually spoken out, even though I was caught out by not expecting to be on national radio. Yeah, tonight. sometimes it happens. Like, like, if you yeah. listen to the show for two what years, you know. If, if you listen to Ian, the show, you know that, that sometimes Ian, people go straight to air. Yeah, all right. Yes, I realise that, but I wasn't expecting it. All okay, right, well, fine. well, it happened. I made a You've had ten minutes to get used Again. to the fact. Or, or, or just or ask, why don't you ask me a question? I don't any want to ask subject. you anything. What? I don't want to know anything about you. 
don't like me, do you? you oh, you're boring. Boring, really? Okay, okay, here's a oh, question. Right, can you can you tell me something interesting, please? Um uh right, okay. Give me one sec. Um Do you realise, do you understand why if have you got a dog? No. Thanks for your call. You can't use language like that on the radio. We're gonna cut you off now, you potty mouth. Thank you very much indeed. Well that went well. Can't say words like that, not on the radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's go to David. Good evening, David. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, David. Hey, have you seen any uh, these bootleg blondie? Uh, have you seen them like on, on tour, right? Have I seen who? Bootleg blondie. Uh, haven't, now, am I right in thinking that bootleg blondie actually have Clem Burke, the real drummer from Blondie, in them? No, I don't think... I'm not sure, to be honest. I thought Clem Burke, the drummer from Blondie, who got booted out of Blondie and doesn't speak to them anymore, um, there's a really heartbreaking... I don't know if that's the right word, video, of Blondie being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. When you get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you have to take the original members. So Blondie have a new drummer and I think a new bass player, but they had to take Clem Burke and the other bass player. And so they're all up there making a speech and then Debbie Harry says, well, me and my band are going to get up and play now. And Clem Burke then says, and we're not invited to play. Debbie, please, I'm begging you, oh, no. let me come up and play with you. She goes, no, no, this is in front of the thing. I'll, fi- I'll find the clip. You Gosh, get- how You awful. carry on talking to Catherine, David. I'm going to find the clip. Yeah, there, Catherine. Hi, yeah. Right, look, I've all seen that little blonde, they right? They do, I'll tell you what, they're a good turn. I went to see them at Barnsley. I haven't seen and, them. Uh, but i tell you who I'm going to go and see, uh, I think it's next month, might be the month after, Fleetwood Back. They're really good. Really good. Yeah, but... uh, Like Blondie sounds cracking. Hang on a minute, I think I've found it. Hang on, hang on. Finally. Here we go. So this is Clem Burke coming up to the mic. Hello, I'm Frank. I'm the guitar player. And uh, I'd like to thank... Being inducted? I don't know. Thank you. Come on. I'm talking, I'm talking. Give me a break. Oh. It's nice to see everyone out of the courtroom. That's the first positive thing. But, uh, but <laughs> I gotta say, after after watching all that footage of us tonight, I felt like I was going to my own funeral. But it was, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's messed up for us. We we want to play. Obviously, we were part of it. Oh, here we go. Hang on. Debbie, is that allowed? Here we go. Here we go. Here we and go. Actually, uh, one thing that could really make it better would be if we could actually perform for you tonight. But for some reason. Some of us are not allowed to do that, so I don't know what we could do about that, but I'd like to do that, and I'd like to play, but Debbie, is that allowed? No? We'd like to play with you guys. Me and Nigel? Not tonight. Not tonight. Oh, pretty please. Pretty please, Debbie, no. Ouch. I love Can't you. Can't you see my, my band is up there? Oh, your band. My, I, Paul I thought Bondi was being inducted tonight. And, uh, Sorry. Lee Fox, Paul Carbonara, and Kevin Patrick. Are they being inducted? I don't know. Thank you. Come on. I'm talking, I'm talking. Give me a break. It's nice to see everyone out of the courtroom. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. But I've got to say, after, after watching all that footage of us tonight, I felt like I was going to my own funeral. But it was... Uh, I don't know, whatever. It's messed up for us. We, we want to play, obviously. We were part of it. 
we've been led to believe we weren't part of it. It sucks. And um, welcome to bingo night. Okay, bye. Uh... Awkward, huh? Awkward, David. Yeah, good. Oh, that, that, that. Have you seen Bootleg Blondie then? I am, yes. I've, I watched them at Barnsley and uh, they were right good. Oh. I'll tell you what, the, the woman who sings it sounds like the proper one, like. Yeah, there you go, man. Oh, That's yeah. what it's all about. Is she as glamorous as Debbie Harry, one of the most glamorous pop stars ever to stride this planet? David, thank you. We're going to move on because we're running out of time. Thank you very much. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Evening, Ian. Evening, Kath. Hiya, John. A uh, couple of things. Big, big fan, so I'm just going to phone numerous producers to complain about you. <laughs> <laughs> you he was just phoning out. He phoned producers of other shows. Shows that I'd never... These people had never met me. Yep. Do you fancy talking about Brexit and do you have a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and the brilliant idea for the show on Friday, yep. why don't we just get the, the listeners to ring you up so that you can ask us a question? <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be so many people tuning in for that, won't there? Well, do you know what? Maybe there's, maybe there's something in that. I don't know. We'll have a think about it. No, everyone that rings up has to just say the word AMA. I've never heard that. Is that a thing? No, AMA? I, th- I think Ask it's a hashtag AMA or something. Okay. Okay. I've never He's heard of it. AMA... W-I-A-K. Uh, ask me anything. With Ian and Kath? <laughs> I thought it would be what I know, but okay, yeah, that makes that makes slightly more sense. John, try it, try it. John is it, would you like to contribute any... Can, can, I want to ask you a question, John. I've got a question for you. Go what was then. the last shop you went into and what did you buy? Oh, yeah, well, I heard this. Uh, today... I went into Tesco and bought some flowers for my mother. He's a charmer! Yeah, well, you see. I've got a question. Yep. Go on then. John, what is the thing that you don't do anymore because of something you did in the past? I can't think of anything. I think I do everything now that I used to do. There's nothing that you don't do anymore because of something you did in the past. You've carried on doing the same behaviours you've been doing since you were a baby. Well, I don't crap in a nappy anymore. Boom, well done. Wait, now, me and Kath were talking about this. <laughs> you, know, you know there are men. I think it's primarily men. I've never seen it the other way around. Uh, you know there are men, like, in their 40s and 50s who like to dress up as babies and yeah. crap in their nappies and have, like, a woman pretend to be their mummy Ugh. and change their nappies and stuff. You know people get a sexual th- thrill from that? Yeah, I've seen... So, there was something going around on Twitter about, about a month ago or six weeks ago with a fellow in a big nappy. It was absolutely mental. I think he was married as well. Ay, 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 Mummy! There'll be someone mummy. listening to this now who does it. Might someone, be doing it now. Yeah, and this is getting them off. We're getting yeah. the perverts rocks off. Hey, listen, yeah. if it works for you guys, it works... Uh, it works I just you. find it very interesting that that's that that's their thing. Well, uh, yeah, and um, yeah, uh, it's I, I can get most kinks. I'm not into most kinks, but I can kind of get my head around how most kinks work. But that's a real head scratcher. 
Well, it's, it's I don't real, think it is. Yeah, it's a real I think head scratcher. It's, it's well, often they say it's kind of men who are super responsible in every day. They just want to hand it over. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, in their <laughs> pants, in their big plastic pants. Well, I'm just relieved now that I actually said I don't poo in a nappy anymore. Well, good. The, the, the late night you, alternative people you, who were listening would be thinking that'd be me. Well, you've just you've just said that you're relieved, John. So something's happened in the last. <laughs> He's on the potty. In the last thirty seconds, John. Thank you very much uh, for that. Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Ian, Kath, how are you? Mark, we are good. We are good. We're coming up to the end of the show. Paul Ross will be in soon. So this is... but Monday has flown by, hasn't it, Boyley? Yes. Flown by. Well, I've got an interesting thing that happened yesterday to I'll tell be, you about. I'll be the judge of that, Mark. Go, Go on, on Mark. Let's have it. Let's have it. A new world record was set in the world of racing pigeons yesterday. Is it true you can um, change the colour of pigeons by putting... Well, I know it's true. Talking about Arthur Lee and Love, he used to do it. You can change the colour of pigeons by putting putting food dye on the eggs and it's absorbed <gasps> into the thing and you can get, like, different colour pigeons. That's oh, a fact. Arthur Lee used never, to do it. Anyway, go on, Mark. I've heard of that. Yep. Yeah, new world record. Here we go. Yesterday morning, a pigeon sold for over a million pounds. Shut the front door. A pigeon? Are those manky things with messed up feet? No, it'll be a nice one. Oh... Yeah, I watched with... it live. Sorry, it went from yeah. I watched I watched the auction live, and it sold for one point two five million euros. Where, but here's the, here's the, here's the clever thing, right? Here's the clever thing. So the fella buys it, and he takes it to wherever, and he's like, I've got I've got, got this pigeon, one point two five million euros, and he opens the box, and the pigeon just flies straight back home again. The fella can keep on selling it. <laughs> He'll keep oh, on selling have, it. He'd have a hard job because it'll be going to China and it's from Belgium. So well, it, maybe the, the pigeons are, uh, are clever. It'll just uh, hop on a plane. Um, yeah. Blimey! Well, why is this one so special? Is it uh, magic? Won a load of races, mm. and two Chinese bidders just had a bidding war from five hundred thousand euros all the way up. Maybe they were, maybe they were just, maybe they were just hungry. We don't know with those guys. <laughs> we do, we just don't know. It's only slightly racist. Also, it'd be super muscly. I don't think it'd be very tender, yes. would it? It's all over the news. It's, it hit the BBC yesterday. It's on the independent. But where did you? Where, where were you? Why we? Where did you watch it? It was online. It was an uh, online. Well, what a stupid question! As I said it, I thought, <laughs> oh, "Hang on, it's 2019. You can see anything, anytime now." Of course, yeah. of course, it's online. I used to keep them when I was 12, and I was fascinated by the idea that you can send this pigeon away, and it'll fly back from as far as Barcelona to you. How does it do it? Exactly. Is it magnets? No, no, they've got. They reckon it's got like a magnet in its brain, don't they? Nobody, yeah, nobody knows exactly. But there's certain magnetic fields, and certainly more have been lost since mobile phones have become more. Really? But we, and we know they follow motorways, so we know what? we we know they'll follow. Yeah, exit 21 of the junction M1. That's nuts. By the way, Catherine, I expect an apology for sneering at me about the magnets thing. It's just been confirmed. Um, But but how... How... Do you have to show them the way back once? You train them. Yeah, you train them. So when they're babies, you'll take them like 10, 20, 30 miles away and you'll let them go. I did it uh, once and I rushed back to see because I thought they'd be back before me from two miles away and it took them an hour and a half to get back. But they were they were learning. So you'll train them and then over a period of time oh, you'll funny. send them further and further. And then you'll... Uh, yeah, and then they'll fly. They fly all the time. They fly from France. Isn't that funny? I think that's in, I think yeah. that's incredible. We need to um... fascinating animals. Yeah.
My, yeah, my cats can barely make it back from the end of the garden, you know. We've got pigeons that are coming all the way from Barcelona. Yeah. Insane. Mark, listen, yeah. we've got to move on because we're coming to the end of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's magnets, Catherine. How do they follow the motorway and take the right junction. That can't be true. Well, I suppose it's a marker for them, isn't it? It's like what, following a river or whatever. But how do they know? Magnets. Remember. Magnets. Good memories. Well, yeah, but how do they know the way? They've not done. They've, they've gone out and they're in like a lunch. What do they call it? A picnic picnic basket. Mm. And you take it out to Barcelona. They're not looking out, going, right, okay. So the tree I've got to go. I'm going. I've got to go right. Okay. Then there's a straight bit. And then it's not like the kidnap victims in the the boot of a car. They're going. Oh, we've turned left. I think we've gone forward 150 yards. When we turn. What I'm trying to say is, how do they know, Paul? Oh, Ross? magnets. This man will know. Paul Ross, come in and tell us. You'll actually know the answer. He will. How do homing pigeons work? The last book I read about it was... Uh, the last the last well, book he read. It because he's read no, several no, books. No, because it's about migration, and they think it's something to do with magnetic impulses, but nobody knows for sure. But nobody knows for sure. No, but I said magnets, and Catherine went... <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, no, because I, yeah, right. I, I was thinking you meant, you know, you make them swallow a big one, and zzz, <laughs> like a Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh, I like those iron filing things when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. You can make somebody a bit... Uh, give a beer with a bald head. such incredible fridge magnets today. I've got a new fridge freezer. I'm living the life. Oh, congratulations. And I got these things. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. It means a lot. And I got these new fridge magnets. They're tiny. And the review on Amazon said, these magnets are tiny, but really strong. strong. So strong, you'll need a stronger magnet to get them off. They have not disappointed. These are incredible fridge magnets. And what do you put the stronger magnet on? <laughs> well, it gets <laughs> He's wow. going to end up with a great big That's top a worm and Jerry It's like time. that thing, isn't it? To, to set up a crane, you need... A, you need a crane. You yeah. need a crane to set up a yeah. crane, but then you need a crane to... Anyway. It's the way that fleas have fleas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. they, they go, bees have fleas. How small must those fleas be? Wow. The fleas on fleas. Uh, hello, Paul Ross. Nice to see you. On the show today, staying with the theme sort of insects, although they're more arachnids, we're talking to the Uruguayan professor who's discovered a new species of um, spider in Colombia, and he's named them after Star Wars Stormtroopers. Oh, really? Yeah, So because I don't quite know why. We've got to find, I hope his English is good. Okay. Oh, okay. It's a very dull be a, five minutes. Well, <laughs> a bonus, you should have heard some of Tonight's show, but... Okay, that's not anything and else. I loved your thing about the people you hang up on or cut off with the people who have the least to say. That's almost zen-like in its wisdom. That's a co-end. But, but everything is on this show. Everyone gets cut off, and we had a woman at the weekend... It's who was, you haven't got rubber walls. No, exactly. The woman at the weekend was furious that I cut her off. She'd been on for ages. Yeah, she was cross that you pointed out that she got cross last time. Yeah, but she anyway. got cross about so the same good, thing. Good, good you took a bullet, though, for your producer, because it's the producer's responsibility. The buck stops... Kath, I'd have said, but you know, just me. Her face. I would have killed her. <laughs> oh, dear. God. <laughs> <laughs> She's protecting them. I often tease Suddenly Catherine. I know why the Greeks thought the Furies were female. <laughs> I've oft, I tease Catherine, but Catherine is the best producer I've ever worked with. And uh, I, Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean that sincerely. She's absolutely brilliant. What were you like with some of the others? Oh, then? my God. They were, they were awful, Paul. They were just awful. No, Cath is the best. Right, that is it. We are done. Thank you very much. Amy, have we got you all this week? Sam yeah, who is what I would like to say. That, that kid's the gone. With the ridiculous tan. Yes, the loser. Um, don't forget, podcasts are plenty. We sold four tickets for Glasgow while we were on the air. That's not bad. Gosh. There's another 12 to go, and we've sold out there, which is great. Um, do uh, uh, do go and download the podcast, Acast, iTunes, the usual place. Subscribe, like, and review, and all of those things. That's really, really helpful to us. We will be back tonight at 10 o'clock, but stay tuned. Coming up on Talk Radio, it's Paul Ross. Listen on DAB. Download the app or online. Talk Radio. Digital debate for the UK. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.